got shit to do. Oh, really? Do you, Matt? Well, how about you don't interrupt the intro then, and we get on with things. Bloody hell. Welcome to Platch Overwatch episode 113. Matt, hush your mouth. You've already won enough with your promotion that we'll talk about later on. We've got other things to discuss. We're joined by the regular crew. Matt's back, because we're not talking about confidential information that he's privy to, because he's I just found out that Vaz has cats. Yeah. Yes, I do have cats. They've been here for several months. They're both right there. Uh, they've been part of this podcast for a while. There's there's Snickers and there's Simon. Or the two cats. S sn sorry, Snickers and Snickers Simon. Because Snickers yeah, because... is a normal name for a cat. That's that's like, yeah, it's a How candy bar. Simon bars. not a normal name? Simon? <laughs> like... no, Simon like... is such a I, human I... name. Yeah, but I think that's funny, though. I think giving pets, like, human names is is cool it's like it's a most thing, pet you know? most pet names like 50 percent of all pet names are human names no 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. there's a big distinction between calling your pet there's like certain names that are acceptable for pets but are also human names and then there's some where you're calling them like rebecca the cat that's not an acceptable cat <laughs> name that's a human I mean, human a, name listener, it's probably a rebecca, rebecca the cat yeah, there's probably oh, there a you. cat somewhere. <laughs> there are certain names that are reserved for humans. Avast, you are wrong. 58% of fucking pets are human named. 58%. First of all, there, I'm, I'm going to go two things. One, that's still the point still stands. If it's 50 to 58, that's essentially close enough, I think, in this case to where it stands. And secondly, that's close enough. Who has the information? Are someone going through like rural <laughs> India finding all of their pets that they've named? There's no fucking way that is accurate. It's just based that, on people that uh, were polled or people that did a survey or something. Yeah, but that, you know, yeah, sixty sample size. Sixty-two percent said that they have so many names for their pet via nicknames and what there are too many to count. So. I want to. I want to. I want to use this actually for our comment this week. If you have a particularly weird name for your pet, be it a too human name like. Paul or Simon or Rebecca, then put that in the comment and say, oh yeah, my cat's called Jeremy. Or, They're just going to make it up now. Well, no, don't. Okay, don't lie on the internet. Don't okay? lie on the internet. No lies. <laughs> or if your cat is called something truly ridiculous. There's a, com there's a comedian in the, uh, in the UK called Bob Mortimer, who's from the same area that I'm from. And That's he's, not a human name. He, Bob isn't a human name. Mortimer. Is a human name. That's a cat name. Okay. Or sound Mortimer. Name. Yeah, Mor yeah, it kind of is, actually. You could have a cat called Mortimer. I think that would be pretty good, actually. And he occasionally, on his Instagram, posts cat names. And I've just thought about this. And here's, here's his most recent cat names. He said they're for sale. It's eight quid for a cat name. Um, one of them's called uh, Tiffany Chinstrap, Slippery Douglas, uh, Bag of Nout. So if you're interested in cat names, I, I'd recommend going and checking out Bob Morton. No, no one names their animals by two, three words. Why not? Because why do they need a last name? Why, yeah, why do they need a surname? Why do they need to, con why do they need to conform to classic naming conventions? I wouldn't say... Well, I, exactly. I, I do ask that. Why can't they just be called Simon in, in that case? <laughs> why do they need to be called Jeremy Chinstrap or something? That doesn't make any sense. They can be named anything. <laughs> Jeremy Chinstrap. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. There, there was some big news in the Overwatch world this week. Some big news. Um, it was the promotion of John Spector. Uh, who has gone from go being the... Actually, I don't know what his title was. Was he vice president of Overwatch League or uh, something? Yeah, he was VP, yeah. The big man. 
Okay, the big dog himself. Essentially, <laughs> he, was, big man. <laughs> he, he wasn't the commissioner by title, right? But he essentially was. Like, I don't think... Is there even a commissioner? I don't think there even is anymore, is there? I don't think so. I think our last official so. commissioner was Pete Vestilica, right? Right, right. Oh, oh right, yeah. Johanna, I believe, was... I forgot about him. Uh, Oh. Well, so either way, people. John was the person in charge of decision-making at Overwatch League, essentially. He had a team, obviously, but he was kind of the, the big dog at OWL, and he's moved on. He is, his new role is now commercial leader for Overwatch, and that's the Overwatch franchise, not the Overwatch League, so much, much bigger. So Overwatch League is only small fish compared to uh, the, the entire franchise. And so he was talking about some of the things that are involved. Matt, can you shine more light on what that actually means? What the fuck is yeah, a commercial I think, uh, leader? I think Andy... Uh... I think uh, they talked about it on Reddit, uh, maybe a little bit. I believe uh, the community team might have uh, mentioned it, but uh, it's like stuff like brand management, business development, community development, live operations, publishing, and just kind of like more for the franchise in general. Okay, so is is John going to be the person that signs the rights to a Netflix show? Is that John's job? It might be. Okay. Be cool. Is, is, John, John is John in charge of when a beta drops or when the release date is? Uh, I mean, possibly. I mean, I don't know. I think John is still like, John is adjusting to the role as well, right? It's not mm. like, because uh, uh, Sean, obviously, who they announced is going to come in and take John's position, uh, he starts in like a, you know, a few weeks, right? So John is kind of doing double duty for a bit uh, on both. So he's probably got... Uh, I think it would be cool to be John currently, but I also think you would not be sleeping very much and probably <laughs> working all of the time. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's got a lot uh, kind of on his plate, right? With the, I mean, the commercial lead for a franchise is like a huge role, right? Uh, but I also think that it's a, it gives me at least a lot of confidence knowing that you know, he knows the community so well and knows the game so well and been involved for a few years now. So to see somebody like that being able to move into that position is pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, we've always been waiting for something like this, right? I mean, we, we've been talking about Netflix shows on this podcast for, like, years. Sneakers, cereals, bring it all out. We got, we got Pringles. We got Pringles. That I we mean, got, they, you know, they had the Lucio O's. All right, what would yeah, be, the if you had to make an Overwatch TV show, so, what would be the storyline you would go with, Johnny? What, what would you go with? Uh, the storyline, if I made an Overwatch TV show, I'd probably do about Hanzo and Genji and their clan and their father. Uh, it almost becomes a bit like Chang-Chi-esque. But that's kind of um, spinoff, though, right? That's not really an overarching Overwatch story. Isn't that like can, a very... I, I think well, that's fine, though. That's like the a prelude, okay? Like that's, a... that's, you know, leading into it. And, and, sure. and then you're right, like... I mean, I don't know. I'd have to make up like a world crisis on the spot and <laughs> tell you what, they, what the Overwatch. The, the game's full of them. Yeah, I mean, there's the Omnic Crisis. That, uh, <laughs> right. The like, crisis. You don't have to make one up. There's already one that, that we, we we've acknowledged. I, I haven't heard about that in like two years. I forgot about it. You know what I would yeah, do? I a while. Yeah. If I was in charge of the Overwatch, if I was in charge of the Overwatch <laughs> Netflix show, I would try and build the the world of the Omnics originally and and you you'd launch the overwatch show and it wouldn't have any of the heroes in it for like the first half of the first season it would just be a story about the the omnic Mandata. omnic just world Mandata. building just so yeah like plays. like the the sentience and the oppression and stuff like that and the, and the world kind of aspect of it and then you'd have the fucking overwatch heroes just bust the door down like about halfway through series one and you'd have the contrast of all of that 
like light, pretty stuff from the Overwatch heroes with the dark beginning of the season that you set up. Because I think it'd be very hard to go the other way. If you started it with Tracer and Winston, episode one, I mean, it's it's Lucio O's all yeah. the way. <laughs> the the Omnic and humans, they used to live together in harmony, and then the bad guys attacked. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Who are the bad guys, Overwatch Jonathan? Starts. Uh, like Widowmaker, Reaper, <laughs> those, those Yeah, Jonathan should be in charge of writing. <laughs> That's good. No, like they're, they're, they're the bad heroes. That's what he asked, right? Yeah. They're yeah. called Talon, right? I mean, there's Talon oh, yeah. and then there's someone else as well. I, I'm your clan terrible with It's like Blackwatch, Talon, sure. Overwatch. Wasn't there yeah, somebody? Wasn't I thought there was somebody Blackwatch else though as well. Was part, wasn't Blackwatch part of Overwatch? You know what I would do? I would do a series based off you. of the Overwatch characters in the Olympics, <laughs> and I would do a series based on Lucio Ball. Bro, what are you talking about? What are they wouldn't be allowed to enter the Olympics. About? They wouldn't be allowed huh? to compete against normal humans. Why not? Because Soldier 76 can run quickly. Well, also, you, I'm pretty sure like, isn't, isn't like Olympic stuff like heavily IP guarded? Like anything with Olympics, they'll immediately yes. fucking destroy you. In fact, we so. should bleep us even saying the word because otherwise that, that shit's going to get DMCA'd so fast. Um, I have a question though for Connor and for Jonathan here. Does it worry you or does it excite you that somebody who has been such a positive factor for the Overwatch League is now moving on beyond the Overwatch League? It excites me, I think. I think the biggest problem with Overwatch currently has nothing to do with the League. I think the League, for the most part, has set up all the things it can possibly do within the constrictions of Overwatch in a current game. Um, I really don't think there's really much... There are some things I think the League could still work on and do differently, but at the end of the day, 95-plus percent, probably maybe even higher percentage of the problems currently around the ecosystem with Overwatch are based around the game and not about the competitive ecosystem in my opinion. So I feel like having someone as competent as John Spector, who I think has done a lot of great things with the league. And every time I've talked to him and his conversations always been like, I feel like I've had really, really good conversations with him comparatively to a lot of leadership positions. Like when, in some of the like abstract figures you think of when you think of like heading large esport leagues and like organizations that I think, um, I'm much more excited for him to be in charge in the role closer to like Team 4 and the corporate side of the game than I am being him in charge of the league. In fact, in this case, like Sean, like I know I know he's like a great guy and like he's pr relatively qualified for the and he's qualified for the job and everything, but they could pretty much just like keep the league on maintenance mode under everything the change we've already made and that would be fine because I just think the game is the issue currently, not the league. Yeah, and not, yeah. uh for some kind of like I guess uh perspective uh, when I joined John's team, uh, Sean was actually on it. Uh, so I worked with Sean uh, already for a, a period of time. I think Sean uh, worked for the league from like January until, uh, what, March or something, 2020? No, January, September 2020? When was it? He was working for the league in 2020 for some period of time. I looked up his resume a while back and when I can't I remember. When I joined, it. he had already been here for an extended period of time. Right, right. Uh, and I joined pretty much like a year, I guess, uh, ago uh maybe a little bit like later than now but uh yeah he he had been with the league i think was trying to you know do more i think like everybody else maybe just not the opportunity but then once kind of this position opened up he was really kind of somebody who made sense because he had already learned from john for like years right it kind of like known a little bit of the in and outs of stuff yeah no i i, I agree with the vast 
I, I think that the Overwatch League is in a good place right now. You know, maybe maybe <clears throat> Matt do something with the offseason. You know, we're, we're just sitting around. But, like, for yeah. the most part... For, for the most part... This is going to turn into like, just fucking... Let's just berate Matt. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what you do for a living, Matt. I'm gonna be honest. So like, I'm not. I'm not so actually like trying to offend you because I don't know what, what you actually do. But if you, ha you know, if you I actually, like, people, if you actually sure like have a part in it, sponsor and, this show. Uh, then you know, maybe look into it. But uh, I agree with the vast. Like the regular season is in a good place. You know, don't mess with the format too much. You know, the community likes the league and how it's run currently and the broadcast product. So you know, don't mess around with it too much. And I, I think. Overall, if we commercialize Overwatch as a franchise, as a game, and John Spector does a good job there, uh, you know, maybe he can come back to the league once he fixed that thing, you know, or well, something like so that. So John's I, just, I, I John is just priority. roaming around Overwatch fixing yeah, he's shit. He's like, right, I've done with the league. <laughs> on, on to bigger projects. The game's fucked. I'm just, I'm solving it. <laughs> I had That's my booster shot this morning, so if I see see him off the goof, off the goof, off the goof, oh man, you're off the goof. Yeah, <laughs> turn his camera off. Uh, no, I think as well. Um, I just like to see really smart people stay within our scene and cool. just kind of go beyond our scene because, like Avast mentioned, you know, right, a lot of the success of just the league and what goes on is. I mean, with any kind of esport, right? It's directly kind of tied to the game, right? So, so if the game gets back to where I think we all think it can get back to, like, and John can help lead that, I think that's just only beneficial for us and everything that's attached to just Overwatch in general, right? Mm. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, Matthew Morello's ego. And I did uh, not write this. Matt gets promoted for no good reason. That's the that's the lower third right here. Uh, Matt, the the announcement that the Overwatch League put out, they put out like a little uh, graphic yeah, yeah. that had some writing that uh, said that Sean Miller was coming back, and that you were. They didn't actually specify what your position was. I think they said that you would be working more in depth with the community, something uh, along those I do lines. Everything. What the hell are you doing? What's your job, man? What are you doing? Uh, I I do a lot. I think a uh, part of the tweet that's probably is that now I'll be able to be more kind of like, I guess, open with the community and talk more about like what I work on and what I'm doing. So uh, a lot of what I've been doing for the last- They're giving you security clearance. Before it was, <laughs> it was still, it was classified, but now- Oh uh, yeah, yeah, before we were there, you know, s s scouring through every second of these episodes to see if I mm. fucked up, you know? Um, uh, they they could have just skipped the majority of them because you just sit there and go, just yeah. a tiny little head in the corner of your box. Yeah. Just yeah. wide-eyed. Wondering yeah, what the hell Johnny, we're going to say next. Like, is, this, is this lagging? Did the video freeze? Because he's just sitting there just like, <laughs> like he is now, just smiling, just cheesing. <laughs> Off uh, the goof. But no, I, I was doing a, I did a lot of work on like, uh, you know, the, the PvP reveal stream that we did earlier in the year. Uh, you know, the, the Overwatch 2 stuff with... Uh, you know, I like that one. That was a good stream. A that. I, 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 liked the, uh, I liked that one. Can we, can we have one of those a month? One of those every month would <laughs> be good. Thank every you. Month. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then a lot of the stuff I've been working on is just kind of formats for, you know, next year, the future, just kind of like, and I think like I've asked said, I, I don't think it's in a spot where, uh, you know, you have to reinvent the wheel, right? It's like, uh, let's just make the proper, you know, additions and just uh, make it better in the places that, you know, we all think we can make it better, right? So uh, that's been a lot of the work that I I've been doing uh for the past like 
few months and I mean really very long time uh, <laughs> where I, I have made so many schedules I just want to die but uh, yeah it's it's been really fun I think to take an expanded role I've learned a ton from John uh, and by a ton I've learned everything as I have just you know you've downloaded to, John turned into a business person yeah I've downloaded John I've I've just sat there and just watched what John does and I just write down the lines and I'm like, okay, if I'm ever in this situation, this is what I need to say. John said it. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, no, a lot of different stuff uh, going on with the league. I mean, a lot of stuff, obviously, that can't really dive into now. But Can you tell us the whole uh, format of 2022 right now? <laughs> no, I mean, well, I could, but no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he okay. did just tell you. He works on not reinventing stuff. I oh. see, I see. He's not going to reinvent the wheel. He's not going to reinvent the wheel. So I mean, we're going back to reinvent the wheel. We're going back to forty games a season, like twenty eighteen. That's oh, where Matt's taking it. Yeah. No, when I when I make these formats, I'm like, okay, do I want to cast this many games? <laughs> <laughs> when I see, you know, that's what people were asking games. me as well, Matt. They were saying, they were saying, does this mean Matt's not a caster anymore? I don't know whether you're ready to answer that question, but I thought I'd ask you anyway. Why would I not cast? I don't know because you're busy. I don't know. Because you're working. Because you're working. Because you got a real well, job. It's not like now. It, I mean, you get a, fucking, you get a coffee. You fucking get get out there. You start doing it. I mean, it's uh, you know. I'm just asking what the people have been asking. There's no that. way. There's no way. This guy, he's watching Love Island. It's all just a smokescreen, so he can design the perfect casting a, a, schedule a for himself. He never. It's a, all just a smokescreen, so he can get the best games, the yeah. best schedule. It's all there. I yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I do all the you know the good games, right? Just yeah. all the choose. all the Boston or all the London Spitfire versus Vancouver Titans games. That's the ones. <laughs> yeah, those. those are the ones you'll love, Matt. You'll love yeah, those. Yeah. You'll yeah, we'll really just, we'll like it. Schedule those. We'll just leave those off the final schedule. No, I'm mm. kidding. Uh, that's interesting, though. I, I, I'm excited to see what 2022 brings. Also, hopefully, the world will be opening up a little bit. We said that last year as well, though. So, <laughs> who the fuck? Yeah, I Can my, you talk uh, about I that? My, uh, I got my booster shot on Friday. I'm ready to go. Nice. I'm that, has everyone had their booster I'm boosted. I'm I, had, boosted. I actually haven't. I, I need to go and uh, get mine. I, I haven't. Yeah, you uh, You're living in Texas, bro. You today. need to get one. Dude, I can just go down the road. I've just been lazy. There's no good reason. I don't have a good excuse. I've just been lazy. I need to just go and walk down the road, and they have them at my local CVS. So it didn't uh, mess me up that bad. I was good. I'm, yeah. uh, Johnny, I can me. see it. I can see it affecting him in real time. Currently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I had the, the, the J&J initially, right? And now I got the Moderna. So it's like my uh, body is like, oh, is this what a vaccine is supposed to be like? It's like <laughs> my body is just like getting knocked out in real time. Yeah, I didn't think about though, that as well because I've got the J and J, but you can't get a booster of J and J, right? Because they uh, no, you can't. Can you? I think CDC you, you recommends it actually. Can. Yeah, but you actually. Can. I've heard. I've heard most stuff work. So All right. I just, yeah, it doesn't well, really matter. So. Johnny heard most stuff work, so he just went out and got whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just, We're yeah, not health really professionals. Matter, if you're looking for health advice. Don't listen to us. Go and listen to somebody no. who knows what they're talking about. Uh, but also, yeah, go and get your booster. All right, let's move on to the next topic, though, because there was an AMA that was done on... Where was it? Was it on the... Overwatch a bit ago, I think. Was it on the r slash Overwatch subreddit, though? No, I believe this was Comp Overwatch. Oh, this was Comp Overwatch, because I only yeah. saw the answers, the questions and answers put together in an article afterwards. I didn't see it when I was actually live. Um, but they, they talked about a bunch of different stuff. I mean, it's an AMA, right? So people ask questions and they answer them with varying degrees of specificity, depending on whether they want to answer the question or not. Um, so I, I thought there was some interesting ones. Do we just want to go from the top and just kind of yeah. walk through the questions a little bit and see if yeah, there's any, was, any uh, nuggets? Yeah, this was on competitive Overwatch. I believe this was like a... Uh, I 
I even kind of found out about it like a, a little bit late, just kind of just perusing through the Reddit. But aren't you in charge of community now at no. Yorsley? Sure. This is not the league. This is just the game talking all right. to all people. All right, I'm just right? busting your balls. Okay. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> league, the league, the, the, the league doesn't right. talk to people about hero balance and design. We don't, we don't do that. All right. Well, you? let's take a look. Or else I'd have the weapon master in. <laughs> yeah, they stole your idea and put it in a different game, though, Matt. So unlucky on that one. Whoa, uh, yeah, unlucky, unlucky. We're flying through all sorts of different screens. We're, we're making everything look fancy. The first question, though, I think was about Bastion. They were talking about the um, the the play test. So what what was interesting just about this first question, even just reading between the lines, is that the question was kind of talking about the changes between the play test that we saw with the pro players versus where he's at now and where he's looking to go. And you can see that people they they have changed things from that play test. So we were kind of talking about, oh, are the teams assuming it's going to be in a pretty similar place? I think it's going to be a, an active project by the sound of it that they're working on pretty constantly. Because they're saying here they've buffed him in several ways. He moves faster in the sentry road, his ult starts dropping faster, and his recon fire rate has been increased, and there's some other buffs as well. Um, but you still get destroyed pretty quickly because he's big. I mean, I, I think that's probably... You know, probably the right way to go with Bastion, especially after his rework. That I think the slow rate of fire from him just kind of standing there really, uh, it made that not feel as great. And then, obviously, I think one of the things that the pro talked about the most was that his uh, sentry mode, he just was so slow that he was just so easy to hit, especially because yeah. he's a big target to begin with. And then, you know, moving even slower, he's even easier. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like this kind of a, uh, I also think it's just good to see that they're making changes off of the feedback that the players are able to give Definitely. Uh, in such a short amount of time. I think that's positive, and I think kind of keeping more of that uh, will just be beneficial, right? I, I actually think Bastion actually has like quite a long way to go before he'll be anything like viable at all. Because like even though they increased the ult dropping slightly faster um, based on what we've seen, I can't imagine that still remains like. A useful ultimate because of how slow it is to control and drop and then as as they mentioned like the hitbox is so big the thing is like i don't think bastion necessarily is like a staple pillar hero yet i don't think it's a crucial hero to the game so i'm fine that they're like trying to redesign this hero figuring out like what what is bastion's supposed strength supposed to be and what what are his weaknesses and they're trying to figure this out as we kind of go here but if if they don't like completely nail bastion going into a potential beta or like a release like i'm kind of fine with that so some sure. nice improvements but like I'm, I'm not i'm not sitting here just like why isn't bastion blah, blah, blah. like it's fine i it also out. don't think every hero needs to be like a mainstay hero no, type of I scenario I like i i think there should be a ton of heroes that are built for you know niche type of scenarios and then also that are kind of like game mode dependent uh, you know, game mode map dependent to where, like, yeah, I mean, we probably don't want to live in a world in which, you know, it's Bastion 24-7. I mean, remember when he had the ironclad thing and he can live through, like, rocket barrage and heal himself? He was, yeah. like, soldier well, Bastion mains are kind of, like, down bad, uh, though. Like, they've, that's the only moment they've had in, like, five years of Overwatch. Like, they're right, down I, bad, man. I think, though, like, they need Bastion a moment and Sombra and probably some other heroes, right? Like, make their kits fun first off 
and then kind of adjust numbers to figure out where they fit in the niche. Like I, I think, think the redesign did look fun. I think they've solved yes. that first yes, crucial piece of the puzzle. Yeah. He looked fun to play, he just didn't look good. And also, yeah. Jonathan, on your point, Bastion mains have done it to themselves. They chose this life, so they can't be complaining about it. If you choose to main Bastion and he's never been in a good position, you can't cry about it. That, that's like taking the the, 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 the route of uh, a Buddhist monk and you just choose uh, pure chastity and, and fasting, and then you get halfway through and you're like, oh, fucking hell, I mean... Why can't we just reform Buddhism to the point where we can have more fun? Like, no, you chose this life. Stick to it, Bastion Mains. You want respect as being a Bastion Main, you, you make it work no matter what. I, I don't think it's quite comparable being a Buddhist monk and being a Bastion Main, but I'm glad you tried to make it work. It's, I, it, I, can see, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, One I mean, causes more distress to others than the other. And it's definitely the Bastion Mains. You could also argue that theological reformation is easier than game design reformation <laughs> because you could just make a sect whenever you want. You could just True. be like, oh, this is the Good sect point. of Buddhist monks that has sex and does drugs. And like that, you could just do that. Yeah. While game design, you know, uh, you have rock to put and on roll. GitHub and, you know, apply it in Jira and all this other shit to make sure your tasks are done. Uh, so I do like some of the stuff, though, that they've said about uh, obviously making adjustments to some of the heroes after. But even on the fact of like trying to make the heroes fun, I think there's also been stuff that they've made decisions on that just like makes sense. Like almost should have just been like like Reinhardt being able to like cancel his charge and stuff like that. Like that's stuff that probably should have existed in the first place, right? Uh, where cool. you kind of get more quality of life and just makes the game feel uh, just smoother and you have like more control. Even just thinking about it now, like it was just kind of dumb that like you'd basically try and charge into walls to stop yourself and just get places faster where like you should have just been able to hit a button to do it. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, think the quality of life is pretty decent. What's the next one? Yeah. What's the next uh, or rather answer about because the questions are not included here, I think. Um, so this was one, a question about professional feedback. So Jeff Goodman says, obviously, when you get her, I think her meaning Sombra, in the yeah. hands of a pro with amazing game sense and coordination, it makes confirming kills a lot easier. We've since focused a bit on her numbers and tweaked her down a bit to try to keep her under control while still allowing her new kit to play well. Overall, both Sombra and Bastion's kit look good, but we're still adjusting their numbers. We will continue to test and iterate both heroes as we continue development. A bit of a nerf to Sombra, but who the hell yeah. knows until the pros but yeah, get their hands what, what on it again. Enough, what is, is the nerf? There's no, there's no actual specified nerf, right? Just they just said we numbers. tested the numbers. Yeah, yeah just well, that's ours. another thing, though, that you probably won't know until they get their hands on it again, right? Yeah. Like, have those numbers been down enough? <laughs> it's still good, though. Like, I, I'm sure we all agree the kit was kind of cool, and it looked really fun. Yeah. Like, I, I want to play Sombra, but it was hella overpowered. I like the marking <laughs> system, though. Like, the numbers were out of control, so I'm glad they're just, like, toning it down. And uh, Sombra seems like a really fun hero going into Wars 2. Yeah. Maybe like it a does... few days to the overpowered one, though. I want to see what happens if you just you EMP and then you get nanoed and you just start just insta-killing like, I mean, whole teams. I played some Call of Duty this past week, and the new Call of Duty is like exactly that. Like everything's <laughs> just broken. You get into a server and it's just like flamethrowers and there's like missiles coming out of the uh, sky yeah, and like people running around with shotguns, shotguns. Like, it's crazy i'm like oh this is what like an unbalanced game feels like so <laughs> you know if you want if you want a whiff of that just go play the new call of duty it's crazy yeah, good idea well what's the next answer about then because that's stuff we've already discussed hero, uh, hero changes, changes in doom fist okay so 
As Jeff Goodman hinted, the team's been experimenting with making changes to different roles, including possibly transitioning Doomfist to a tank role. Um, let's scroll down a little bit here to find the actual answer. Um, Josh No, it says, We're still currently experimenting with many ways to ensure that tanks are powerful and satisfying to play in this new format. One of those experiments is seeing how far we can push tank base health up before the gameplay starts to break down. Yes. What do you think about that as a gameplay philosophy? Uh, I love it. I mean, I think there's two different <laughs> parts of it. Vast is just like, wait, what? Uh, the stuff with Doomfist, I think Doomfist, if he was to like be in his current form, needs to be some type of like tank, and he almost becomes kind of like a bizarro, like wrecking ball type of like disruptor, knock people around type of tank. Now, do I think you could up his health pool and keep him with his like insta kill right clicks like nah like yeah, no nah way. fam like take that away uh it's interesting though i mean even before doomfist came out when i originally saw like the trailers and stuff i actually thought he was a tank or going to be a tank he kind of had that like feel to him uh i don't know how he would even work as a dps without any of his like crowd control moves like what would he what would he do uh yeah and he'd basically need like all new moves, right? Uh, yeah, the, he would have to, that'd be the upping on health. Change. Yeah, I mean, the upping on health, I think you'd have to kind of. I mean, it's so like you just don't know, right? Uh, you no, know, are you upping the health, but then keeping stuff like that healing reduction or something like that to try and like balance that out? Are you keeping healing the same, but upping the health? Uh, and also, like, kind of like what is the. Like, what is the break point of, like, the gameplay breaking down? Is it fights just extending as long as they are and Overwatch 1, right? And just being able to pocket one tank and keep him alive forever? Uh, Honestly, I'm just worried about the damage. Like, like, is the damage going to be the same? Because, I mean, I've been thinking for a while that, like, I think tanks are too lethal. Like, Winston being able to, like, you know, especially at the pro level. But I can imagine it, like, some extent, like, even in Diamond, Plat, you know, Gold. like winstons are pretty powerful and they're able to pick these dps and support characters off by themselves so i'm in favor of like higher health lower damage i think i think that's a fun trade-off that is really that makes. engaging to play that's the question though and that's where like the new abilities come into play so like winston is getting a new ability albeit you know it's kind of damage oriented um you know reinhardt for example having uh two fire strikes uh you know damage with his charge and um, all of this stuff like i hope they make the tanks more enjoyable to play in that regard um and they essentially just become like disruptors i mean i've been saying this forever now um like i just want to be a wrecking ball without the consequences so i just want to <laughs> boot people around and just be a bowling ball and not have to worry about dying um and i i say that because i'm a tank main but also because like i i i don't think just because like the the game to be engaging and enjoyable it doesn't have to be like killing or eliminating other players like it can also be like utility roles or um you know crowd control effects and stuff like that if, if you give tanks those abilities um while making sure that they maybe can't like single dive like an Ana and a lucio and like kill them off by themselves like i, I think that's a fine trade-off in a damage dps uh to, to be like a damage and support dominated game where like a lot of the damage players uh, have a lot of impact because you only have one tank and you know supports increasingly as well so yeah i mean we can 
we can argue about that but like i think when you tell people that they're gonna play the utility role they just go play a different role uh i mean it's the same type of thing in league of legends like nobody wants to play top lane and even when they do nobody wants to be like the bruiser tank they just basically want to play a an adc in the top lane just alone where maybe like, maybe that is the case maybe i'm just off the goof well like, i think i'm just the goof. No, i'm, think it, I'm, I think I'm the tank guy no, i am I the think guy it's like people who under like i don't want to say people who understand the game but like people who play the game at like a really high level enjoy that type of stuff the people who probably play the game every day just want to get in there and hit shit they don't really you know they're not really like worried about you know up in their shield management or you know knockback potential they just want to get in there and fuck shit up where yeah, i think maybe i'm wrong but there's also a lot of it's people a balance, who, though there's probably going to be a balance there's that. a lot of people who love playing support you know people who play Mario yeah. or people who play anna and that's all they play and all they do is play it in a healer role they don't go in there to try and run into the back lines and kill everyone as moira sure there's some of them but there are people who just love playing support to help their team and they get satisfaction from a clutch heal that helps somebody survive or, or whatever so i think you could make something that was more of a tank that didn't get kills but there has to be something in the gameplay loop that people find really rewarding that's tied to success. Like, what, yeah. do you, what do you do that you visibly help your team succeed rather than just existing? And, and right. that's, that's why I've always thought the Roadhog, in theory, seems like it should be such an interesting agent to... Uh, sorry, interesting hero to have um, not insta-kill people. Because if you can land a, a good hook and the rest of your team finishes somebody off, that should feel really engaging to you. Like, that that exists in a ton of MOBAs. You're just a hook engager, and you you hook someone, like, from the other fucking side of Narnia, like, through the wardrobe, pull them through, and the rest of your team kills them. That's really fun in a MOBA. In, in Overwatch, though, it feels... It feels bad when you hook someone in and you can't finish it yourself. I don't know why, but there is a difference there. Well, there's a mitigating factor zone Overwatch compared to League. Like, the character that has the hook is also the size of a building and can be discorded and immediately destroyed. And on top of that, there's a bunch, it's an FPS game, so cool. they can sit there and shoot you versus League where you have melee champs and non-melee champs. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, like, there's all these other mitigating factors of Overwatch. You have Bubbles, you have Diva Matrix... You have you know packs you know there's there's nano like there's all sorts of stuff that where the thing is like these you can't, it's tough to compare one to one because the character design that, that's received that is not even equivalent because like in league of legends no one has gats and are shooting each other across the map while sure. also discording their target when you get the hook right so there's just a lot of mitigating factors i think the health aspect for tanks is a fine aspect to touch but doesn't really god someone hugo is going fucking crazy <laughs> hugo so whatever's going on there like hugo's losing his fucking mind in matt's background but i i think to me the health aspect is i, I think you hit it best joss actually because you have to have a gameplay loop that's satisfying there's a reason people don't want to play tanks and it's because you don't have a satisfying gameplay loop and you require a lot of help from your team to succeed so it's one thing if you make a tank utility oriented, right? Like you could have Winston where he like lands on impact and it produces a slow effect when he lands, right? And then it makes it easier for your team to dive support yeah, or something, yeah. you know? Like that's possible. But is that really satisfying if you yourself, you dive in, you get the slow effect and you do like 20 damage and then you die, right? Like, is that is that fun? Is the tank player going to have fun? People like Johnny would be like, yes, I contributed to my team. <laughs> we, we won. Like we won the fight because I did this. 
And then 80% of people will be like, holy fuck, I just died. And then like, also because I'm playing ranked, like 50% of the time, my team's not going to fall up on the slow because they are too busy just fucking <laughs> twiddling their thumbs and shit. So like, there's like, yeah. so I think that's the an intricate, like the pretty much the integral problem with tank playing Overwatch to where we can't really design utility-based heroes because at the end of the day, we're playing an FPS. Yeah, and I think that's why you see like a lot of people just in, whether it's comp or like quick play, you know, you get it, a tank on your team like they go for roadhog they go for diva they go for zarya right and it's uh, i think you kind of like have those three because they have defensive capabilities that keep themselves alive for longer so you kind of feel like you're accomplishing something there by being the tank by actually being tanky but then they also have really good damage capabilities right where you know roadhog i mean half the time people just play him like a dps just wandering around trying to get hooks you know vaping to get out of uh, harm's way uh i mean you guys have you guys have great points but i'd also like to add that like the the biggest reason why you're like saying that people aren't having a great time is because you die <laughs> like a lot of these tanks are just getting bullied and i do think that the primary reason why a lot of people like they don't want to play tanks is because they feel kind of helpless like they get bullied as reinhardt versus may or like Winston, you dive in and then you just like vanish against Discord Orb or like whatever, you know, McCree gets flashbang and right click you and you're dead and like they have no survivability. So I feel like a lot of like. Okay. Okay. Matt is just, Matt is just having like a, okay, a Matt's great time. Smoke detector. <laughs> Hugo. But, Hugo um, smelt the burning before. Is it? Is it that candle behind you? Have you set fire to something, Matt? You set fire to the back of your I mean, head. He can't, he can't put on his mic now because we'll just hear the fire alarm. But um, <laughs> essentially, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I just want to wrap it up. But it's like, I, I think the, one of the main reasons why people don't like playing tank is because they just die. <laughs> like ah, they die Thank you, Matt. Thank you. So fast. And yeah. maybe not. No, I understand. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think health is the solution to that, though. I, do, I feel like the, the, the solution is utility, but it's utility that improves your chance as a tank of not only surviving, but also capturing kills. I don't think you want utility to be based of like, okay, this, your utility is set up to make your team <sighs> succeed, right? Like an ideal world where everyone's brains function properly and you get into rank queue and everyone's like, okay, I can't wait to work together with my team to kill the enemy team. Like, that would be that would make sense, right? That would make sense in terms of the context of Overwatch. Is like, okay, when we are going to design a tanks that their utility is like, sure, they're not great, they're not great lethality, but they're really, really good utility to set up their team to succeed. And you're and you have huge impact by slowing or stopping or delaying the enemy team so your team can get to them. But the reality is, it's not really how it works for the majority of the public game. And like, you could argue, well, we should balance around pro play, but I think like we still have to start from a base game level somewhere and tanks is like the core issue for an fps game and i would rather the utility that they receive be a utility that mitigates other damage so they live longer and can have more effectiveness especially if used properly and b utility that allows the tank themselves to capture kills versus helping their team it's it's certainly an interesting topic, though, because we've been talking about it for a while now, and it's something the yeah. developers are pursuing. Yeah. We will not be able to see the the uh, test results until there's another, I don't know, the pros get to play it or something. So uh, I'm intrigued to see what the sol the solutions or resolution of this might end up being. What what was the next topic to discuss? Yeah, Matt, get, has get... your house burnt down? Uh, no, no, no. They actually just uh, came by to test the fire alarms okay in, lovely like, like overwatch world cup thing. 
Oh like, yeah, I remember that. I do remember World Cup. I, oh, remember yeah, World <laughs> I was um, thinking about that the other day, BlizzCon 2019. I was like, damn, remember BlizzCon? Yeah, uh, I can give yeah. you a quick rundown on some of the other stuff, and we can yeah. pick out like whether it's uh, worth going into. Uh, they're taking a look at tuning for Storm Arrow and Echo's beam <sighs> uh, okay. to be less lethal against tanks, but keep them powerful in other situations. Uh, oh, so specifically, they would do less damage to tanks. Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, huh. uh, it's unlikely they'll remove out of sleep dart, but looking at other non-tank CC uh, to remove them or you know uh, ch- kind of change them, figure out further down. Uh, and then the last thing was uh, they were talking about the healing reduction in combat uh, changes. Uh, yeah, which they mentioned that uh, you know. Uh, it's a little behind the the scenes for the game dev perspective, but uh, the new kind of uh, you know healing passive. It's a shortcut for them to find the approximate value of what it should be changed to instead of adjusting the value from play test to play test. Uh, so they only have to change it rather one time, and it's uh, it's a way they can change it and not have to like go in and change the individual number for each hero. Right, just a blanket uh, kind of. I mean, they mentioned it there, just like a blanket healing script that kind of covers all of them uh, to get a test to see, you know, probably it's like, okay, should we just nerf healing by 20% across the board, right? Or should we nerf by, you know, X? It's a, it's probably a way that they can figure out how uh, to adjust that type of thing with the tank health pools. But that's specifically for in combat. That doesn't uh, make sense. Across the, the board. If they, if they, if they have a blanket thing that they can do when you're in combat, then they could apply a blanket thing the whole time. So the the fact that they have an in combat thing indicates that they are interested in the idea of having a distinction between in combat and out of combat, not just as a shortcut. So then they also mentioned that uh, the team does, however, understand that having to heal large health pools between tanks when healing output isn't is low isn't ideal. Uh, they're considering adding a bonus heal multiplier to the tanks as a passive. Uh, but the solution to this circumstance could end up looking like something else. I'm telling so, you, Matt, we are, this... if, if, when we're casting, I mean, if we're casting Overwatch League next season in Overwatch 2, we're not going to have a clue what's going on. <laughs> there's uh, there's going to be so many new passives and wonky. stuff. And like the heals are going to do different amounts for different people. It sounds... Sounds it's like basically they're doing, like starting again is like a new game, right? It sounds I mean, like they're being the very thorough and exploring many different solutions to problems, but the things they're testing are complex, actually. And the, 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 then again, Overwatch 1 has some pretty complex mechanics in it as well that people took years to figure out, to be honest. I still I mean, don't like touching health, health pools that much, specifically <laughs> when I think about this again. So, A, they specifically talked about how Echo, they didn't want Echo to constantly get value from replicating tanks but yet we're going to raise all the health pools for the tanks and make them be able to get healed more theoretically right in like one example so when we when you universally touch health health pools versus i think tuning tanks to be much more of like the user input determines their survivability and their lethality versus just making them a big beefy fucking boy like i prefer where i just don't like this idea of like health pools is like the factor obviously they're still I mean, knowing Overwatch, there's going to be another 10 more years to Overwatch 2 is out. So, like, okay, they have plenty of time to fix this. Like, okay, it's not a big deal. <laughs> the developer's but, children and, will eventually work and inherit fine. the project. When, we're, when, we, when we go with the colony ships and wake up from cryostasis and we're on Mars, like, <laughs> then we'll have Overwatch 2. Like, okay, the, the health pools could be, like, the first thing they're looking at here. 
But I, I just don't like the idea that they're exam. I know this is like obviously not their whole design philosophy, but when they're throwing out health pulls, <laughs> the first things they're looking at. I much prefer like more solutions that are much more user input in terms of tank survivability and lethality versus just okay now you have 10,000 hp and you're saxon hail and everyone has to hunt you <laughs> on the server like i don't i don't like that i do think though that probably uh you know if you i i agree i think if you are like what more defensive capabilities could you add though it's like an input because when i hear defensive capabilities the first thing I hear is like the first thing I think of is like shields and it's like, OK, yeah. would you rather add more, I guess, bigger interactive shields or just fucking eliminate the shields, give them fucking the extra health and just use their bodies like Roadhog? I'd rather be interactive. Out. I thought it'd be like imagine Reinhardt has like you like you get into the midst of combat and you have the ability. You have a very small window for an ability to pop. And like if you pop this ability at the right time like you mitigate x amount of damage right but if you yeah. miss the timing window you take full damage but right. if you pop it correct like and there's gonna even be a scale stuff, in it right stuff you pop like it x a, amount of seconds later i was gonna say a bit like, like a self zarya bubble yeah. or a wrecking ball adaptive shield these ways yeah. of interacting but it's all based to on mitigate timing, right like it but you could base it based off their timing based off your proximity to enemies based off like a combination of some other ability like there's uh, lots of ways to where you can combo utility to make the user the tank user be very in charge of their own fate in terms of doing damage and re reducing their damage yeah. without having to have universal buffs uh, across the board i wonder if there's some type of thing where i mean it would definitely be like a stats thing of uh it, obviously it, it became like a meme right with all the shields in overwatch that is there some like you know neg like players kind of uh just having a negative feeling towards playing characters with shields where you know you see reinhardt you assume your only job is to just stand there and put your shield up where that doesn't really scream to be enticing. Where like, you know, a, a character like Wrecking Ball and shit, right? That's super fun, right? The adaptive shield, you land in a whole pile of enemies, you pop it the right time. I like, mean, people, I also, people also get pissed off playing against Wrecking Balls and the adaptive shield right. like baits people into thinking that they've got him and then it pops the adaptive shield, goes <laughs> up to 500 health and pisses off. I've never seen people as mad in my games as when you play against a Wrecking Ball and they're like, someone stop him, please find him, <laughs> hunt him down and kill him. He just rolls through us and gets away every time. So I, I don't know, man. People enjoy a range of different things. Tanks are fucking hard, man. They're hard it's to do difficult. in League of Legends. They're hard to do in Overwatch. Like whenever they're out in League, it's you know, and a lot of times in League they have like tanks who then can buy items that give them basically like life cool. steal. So yeah. if they get ahead, they're basically unkillable for the whole game. And That's then your they ult. Just your ult dominate. is you get life steal as a tank. Yeah. Reinhardt with lifesteal just swinging his hammer in between a whole group just wouldn't that be kind of fun help. though wouldn't Let's that be a kind of fun overwatch at an item store at a secret store. shop in the bottom lane uh, <laughs> give right. us the talent trees give us the pve talent trees for the pvp environment great just, idea great yeah, idea exactly but and um, then, um, to, to wrap it up i, I yeah. just think like i have full faith you know maybe this is full on copium right here but I got, I got, I got faith in the balance team, like because the past year has been like so good balance wise, and like we had so many medals and all that stuff. It just feels like they're playing around with so many different things, uh, and like I don't think that they're all doing it at the same time. Like I don't think they're doubling Reinhardt's health pool while they're giving him two times the healing. Like you know, they could try out one thing one day and the other thing the next yeah, day. Yeah, I don't like, think yeah, it's a complete gonna, view. Yeah. yeah, I just think like they're talking. But, they're spending a lot of time talking about health, and I'm like, five yeah. months away from the but, beginning I, of the season, by the way. 
I, I just find it like a bit like I don't aren't we like in a pretty decent place and I realize like 5v5 it changes the setting it changes the dynamic of the heroes a little bit but I'm like do, like do we need this like how many multipliers do we need like I get you want to make it engaging and like feel special and like everything is like whoa but like like it, it we, we could go down that road later you know like just give us like yeah. a good default game and like change things from there like i don't i am cool with the in combat healing though because it would mean that so as soon as the combat actually starts there's like selective moments where you're going for heals as a support and then the rest of it you're actually much more focused on doing damage potentially or mitigating damage so i think there is like cool concepts about like the in combat healing it, it worked know? pretty well yeah. in tf2 but i think people yeah. thought of it as crit heals where you could get higher heals out of combat people in overwatch just because the way they've presented it <laughs> yeah i uh, think now thinking about lower rates in combat which makes a big difference mm. to player perception of like yeah just oh, for fuck's sake i can't heal them as quickly as i used to be able well, to god so damn it you took some damage overheal though so like True. that was yeah, a very was big very which we don't have in yeah. overwatch and so. diva just shoots you across the map and suddenly you're in combat so that's yeah. that's also unlucky all right let's let's go on to talking about some overwatch league stuff then huh so the the uh the two joe teams have made a couple of moves but we we talked a, a little bit about the guangzhou charge so let's talk about hangzhou spark they announced some coaching changes, and some of these are pretty damn interesting. Um, so they, they posted like a, a like four or five tweets because they're bringing back a bunch of their previous coaches. And then they have a, a, a cool little surprise at the end as well. So we've got oh, yeah. Supervisor Anu. Uh, we've got Gandalf. Who, Gandalf. That's phenomenal name. Incredible Amazing. name. Amazing. Incredible name. And then we've got Changoon, who's the new head. Oh, not. Yeah. New head, yeah, head coach. New yeah. head coach. Yeah, I was trying to rifle through my head to see whether he'd ever been head coach before because Spark have gone through like seven. But yeah, Changun <laughs> um, has been around for a long time as well. And then they've got uh, the uh, assistant coach, I believe, is returning. Right, this guy was already with the Spark. Yeah, it was a supervisor. Yeah, right. And so he's what now being moved up to assistant. I don't understand what the roles mean. By the way, I don't know what supervisor means. No. Does anyone supervisor, know? well, I mean, if or I mean, this it says it's just assistant coach. Who's the supervisor again? The, he the supervisor was supervisor. The or, or, um, or it could just be that a supervisor GM? could theoretically be GM or could, could even mean a team manager. So, Ooh, no, well, I, mean, I don't I think, think you go from well. GM to assistant coach. Sure, that's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, supervisor that's might a... just be assisting the team manager. Maybe anyway, we'll move it yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, I think so. You know. The final one is the one that people are most interested in because here's Miro, oh, absolute man. legend of the Overwatch scene, one of the greatest tanks to um, to join the early period. The only of the game. player qualified for the combine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also you know his uh, Twitter the only tag player is now qualified Overwatch for the combine. Too. It's Miro huh? underscore OW two. He changed it like a week ago, <laughs> which That's I find phenomenal. really funny. I said I that last really week. Funny. I said Miro had changed his name to OW two. And uh, I can't remember that. Here he is getting announced. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. What do you think about Miro becoming an assistant coach? He's definitely one of the players that figured out how to play tank effectively first. He's probably the player that figured out how to play tank effectively first, right? He was like the Winston, right? Yeah. I mean, remember back. Yeah, back, I mean, yeah. he was like the guy that defined Winston really, I think, coming into his own on the meta in many ways and like being like, because in the West for a long time, I mean, it was a Winston meta, but I don't think people really saw the how much fragging potential that Winston could have until Muro kind of changed the game a little bit mm -hmm. in many ways. 
So I do think that there he's an innovator. Um, I I I'm gonna say the same that I think about every player becoming an assistant coach. 50-50, they're good or they're bad, you know? And by good, <laughs> that's it's like a range, you know? It's like because honestly, there's no qualifying factors behind it. And I think when you take player resumes to be like, oh, like this guy's gonna be really good at it, that's just not necessarily true. So I he has been working as a coach in contenders, right? For like some period of time. I can't is. remember Team who he's been Diamond. working with, There's also... Uh, Team Diamond, right. Okay. Yeah, there's also two different types of players, I think, like I've asked, uh, like mentioned, you know, there's some players like Miro who, you know, they were able to figure things out early and, you know, really kind of like master it. But then once the game started to evolve, he didn't really kind of have that grasp on it. But then I think there's some players who are kind of the opposite where, you know, may, they may not kind of figure it out straight away. They may need a little bit to learn, but you know, once it starts to get into the strategy and really kind of in-depth positioning and stuff like that they excel in that regard so i think depending on the type of player that moves into a coaching role i think especially with a new game though like somebody like miro who was able to pick up at winston and really kind of look at it differently and define it may actually end up being a benefit right yeah, yeah. but uh, then how uh, much value does miro give long term right like theoretically right, you don't know. skill exactly so always there's always like when you look at skill sets i feel it's kind of just we're gonna have to wait and see which is like such a non-answer i know because we're a podcast we're supposed to be generating like this is so fucking cool like hype but like i i it's just how i feel about player signings at this do point. we I'm ever like, generate that i feel like people just come here because we're we say stupid shit and it gets them no angry. we've generated hype before sure. like, what name one think, time name one I don't know. hype couldn't tell you name all the hype name all the hype yeah, when you were a fan of the show, there were there any moments where like we got you hype? Oh, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't watch you guys, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So what do you mean? All right, I didn't all watch right, you guys. all right. He's just being mean, Matt. It's okay. Just, just we're the number one Overwatch podcast ever, yeah, all time. There's, there's really not that much competition though, is there? It's quite a small nope. scene. No, so nobody, there's no other podcast. We're the only one. <laughs> Only, I mean, that's factually incorrect. Factually incorrect. And now no, we're putting no. Matt in a position of leadership. This is this is fantastic. I know. Guys. I know. He's going to squash. Yeah. He's yeah, going to squash him. all of the other podcast platforms. He's going to give us exclusive rights <laughs> to everything. It's going to be if we tyranny. just ignore our problems. Are they problems anymore? No, they've just gone away. I'm, right? I'm I mean, I, I literally capitalism. just feel bad for Tactical Crouch because that's the only competing podcast. <laughs> like, and it's only these guys that Matt have now put his aim towards. We not anymore. We should have a battle. Uh, uh, a podcast battle a podcast battle i don't rap know what battle. we would do avast avast had a battle. pretty decent rap battle yeah, against wire that we did i mean he got yeah, murdered he got actually yeah, but, murdered. Then, but then why uh, did actually Wyatt listen went to way that. too hard like i was like trying to be like oh there's a few fun jabs here and there and why it was like fuck you you're so stupid and ugly and, like i was just like okay like well that's that's very friendly over here Wyatt. so sure yeah but i did. do you know he we didn't put you six feet under into the coaching stuff a little bit that in that Miro is cool come back I think that's interesting I think the more uh I think the the more controversial signing is Changun at all out okay of this. then um okay just on Miro to wrap up Miro first sure. um I I love the Toby signing and you know I I had that take trying to generate hype last time around <laughs> this one not so much because everyone just like yeah Miro he was like you know the first winston like he mastered winston and all that kind of stuff and i actually did um uh like an episode like a review of uh an apex match with costa like this past week um and we talked about that as well like miro was like the first winston that you really put like put resources into like 
because we played Winston like in the West, you know, diving in pure like froggy style from Philadelphia Fusion in 2018, just like diving in, making space. But Miro was like the first Winston that uh, really got resources like from, you know, nano boosts, um, primary healing from like Rija Hong and all this kind of stuff to really like facilitate how you play Winston. He was the first Winston that but, lived past five seconds. But, of, yeah. yeah, but like... <laughs> That, that's kind of like all he did. And like that was his entire career. It's like he did that play style. And then when the Overwatch League came around, like he kind of faded away. And that is what concerns me. When you have someone like Toby, who, you know, he's a head coach, which is like a big step from assistant coach, but he at least like evolved with the game. And he, yeah. you know, gradually like changed up its play style. He took on new heroes as they were released and showed that he constantly, in the face of change, could like figure out the play style that works for him and figure out how to, you know, evolve with the game. Whereas Miro, like, he just got replaced by <laughs> Rijay Hong in 2018 because he couldn't adapt to the Overwatch League and figure out, like, re rethink the way he played Overwatch. So that concerns me going into a coaching role. But like I've said, like, it's 50-50. You know, maybe he can bring something to the table and, like, maybe he's becomes what, like one of the best coaches and maybe I'm underrating him, but... That is one point of concern. Like, if you're a coach, but in your playing career, you couldn't, you know, re, re, re rethink your own game and, like, do the thing to yourself. Now you're going to try to impose that onto others and you're going to be this, like, tank specialist going to Overwatch 2. We'll see how it works out. But I have, I'm slightly more concerned because Miro couldn't um, evolve with the game as it was evolving. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable concern. Um, Hangzhou also had another update this week, which was the retirement of Godsby who was uh, previously with the Hangzhou Spark, and that takes their DPS line down to just Architect and Shy, I believe, off the top of my head. Um, Godsby's been a player that's been around for a, a long, long time as well, and he just put out a, he put out a thing just saying, I think he basically said um, that he was going from Godsby to just being him now. He's just a normal person. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going yeah. to update my Instagram and do some other stuff, but I'm just a normal dude now. So like, if you want to follow me, you want to follow me, but like, I'm, I'm just, I'm big time chilling now. So he's, he's just off doing other stuff. He said that this was just the period of his time that made uh, the period of his life that made the most sense. Um, and he's had some challenges within the Overwatch League, but otherwise enjoyed his time competing. Uh, definitely a player that has had some extreme highs though within Overwatch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think this past season, uh, he definitely just kind of like fell out of the roster, right? Where I think even for the future, it was kind of hard to figure out where he would fit in, uh, especially with how well Shy played. And then, uh, you know, obviously Architect being somebody who looks like they want to build around for the future and, you know, kind of have around in multiple different roles. It's probably hard <laughs> to find playtime and or find a way back to playtime where you know, if you're in that type of position, right, if you're a player who is a starter who's now on the same team, doesn't have really type of role, probably pretty hard to be like, I want to commit myself to scrim and practice all the time when you don't really see a, a path in sight. So uh, it's tough to see him go. I think he's a very talented player, but I can understand the position that he was in. I mean, he also retired, uh, or not retired, but he left Hangzhou Spark early, like in June, right? Remember, he it was him oh, yeah. and Takuyaki who left the team, like before the season even wrapped up. So he's, you know, if he's been playing a lot, he's been grinding out in ranked, um, and you know, maybe he's spent some time practicing internally with like some contenders teams or something. But like, he's probably been around those kind of lower level teams for a few months. Um, knowing how career trajectories work. And, you know, at this point, if he hasn't been picked up by an Overwatch League team, 
he has to make a choice like hey am i gonna continue grinding in contenders or as someone who's already been playing for hangzhou spark now for what is it two three years almost like since the inception of hangzhou spark like do i really want to go down to tier two again and start grinding down there again for lesser pay which makes living conditions tougher um it doesn't seem like he's gained any overwatch league offer so i think this just makes sense for him as a person like moving forward um he's 25 you know going into adult life now picking up something else so kind of how pro pro player careers work you know maybe it's time yep i mean even though like i think you know a, a new game comes out right people start playing like ranked and whatnot like maybe there's a world in which like a you know down the line he's able to work his way back not even through contenders right just playing the game and being somebody that people recognize sure in the I, I, I agree with that but then you know because overwatch esports ecosystem is so vastly different from other esports it's like that's still like one year down the line because if overwatch yeah well, I mean, no that's even more like I, I we don't even i just imagine like overwatch 2 comes out when overwatch league starts when in actuality it doesn't you know we don't know when the game comes out so that yeah. might be like two years but yeah because like in valorant say like if valorant like valorant 2 or whatever dropped like oh you'd have all these like freelancing members you know in in in, in pugs in discords and like they'd be on one team one week and then move on to the next week like they they have this whole thing where like you can join open tournaments and participate in tournaments so many different ways like all we have is like the overwatch league and then contenders which is like your two options and if you don't want to play contenders well like you don't you don't really have an option so um it, it's it's a tougher ecosystem i i to like really grind through yeah. because you don't have those open tournaments where you can like freely move around try out new teams try out you know you met someone in ranked and it's like hey you know you want to sprint this upcoming week and like you can't really try that stuff out as much because overwatch esports system is so closed off compared to other free esports that's a good point we had some other roster updates as well we've lumped them all together in a topic called weekly roster update because frankly there was no enormous news that uh, deserved its own hello hi i'm raising my hand wait i'm raising my hand we didn't talk about changun at all Oh, oh, sorry. Go okay. on. You you Go said Changun, and then you didn't finish your you didn't finish Whoa, your sentence. Well, I thought, I thought sorry, else... sorry, I've asked. I interrupted yeah. you. Yeah, I thought we were we were talking sorry. about. Sorry, so... record that scratch. Take finds, it back. That's, yes, that's that's to me take the, the most. Here. Well, I mean, I thought we were all on the same page here. I thought we were all on the same page. Changun, that's the the coaching decision. If we're going to talk about anything that is probably the most controversial with Spark, where I think we can all agree that the Spark, a big part of the Sparks issues this past year was. They weren't able to find a consistent roster that worked for them, and they had very, very lackluster synergy when they played. Um, which generally you can relate back to coaching, but isn't always the case. But like generally, that's like the most obvious front-facing side of coaching. Sure. And Chengun most recently with the Soul Dynasty. In fact, and obviously this is fans being fans, spiteful. But there was, in terms of, if you ever to go out to the social media things, when Chengun was released from Soul Dynasty, there was a general, there was a general party in the streets vibes for Soul <laughs> Dynasty. Okay, does that mean that Chengun was always the prom for Seoul? I don't know enough about the guy to say there, but he has been with them for a long time. He was with them in a coaching capacity for a while. He was also with London Spitfire season one. Yeah. Um, but the infamous rumor was that in season one, the team just kind of said, fuck you, we're going to do what we want. And then, we won, and then they won the league. So like, and ignored him completely. That's like the infamous rumor behind it. But like who actually knows? There was a lot of rumors around London Spitfire season one. So who actually knows like how many of them were true? How many of them were not true? So um and now he's been in charge of Spark after what many would say very underwhelming seasons with Dynasty. 
So when I look at Spark and what the organization their past year was, and you get a coach that is historically their most front-facing role has been on a head coach for a team that has underperformed historically compared to what their expectations were. Where you know where what does that look as for Spark? Where does that look? And, and also they're getting some unproven assistant coaches like Miro, right? Who have looks like, like another been year. around, but looks like another year of the same. That's what it strikes me as. I think you need someone like you need someone with a, an incredibly clear vision to take Spark out of the mire. And I don't think Changun has that, but I don't think many people have that. I don't think that's necessarily a knock against Changun. It's just that he isn't a, uh, you know, like a heavy hitter when it comes to the coaches that we have in the league. He's just someone that kind of, I don't know, does his job and goes from place to place. He, he doesn't seem to... I don't know. I don't think he seems to make a mess of the place while he's there. He's just a polite visitor from franchise to franchise. The, the way you described, though, the spark of ass, like, they've been that way really since the beginning of Owl. Like, they've been kind of like, this team has talent, but then they're all not on the same page sometimes. Dude, and I it don't just know. seems like, like 2019 I think last year goats? was far worse than 2019 than, than before. I think first season they made fourth year. place the and they season, really yeah. learned how to play goats and they played it to a really yeah. high level. And that backline, especially with like, yeah, it was like, uh, baby, who the fuck was that Brig player? Was that Godspeed? It was what IDK. I was it IDK? IDK was their main support for at least. Yeah, but two IDK years. was on Lucio. Was no, it was, was Adora. It was Adora, Adora was yeah. the Brig player. Adora. And that trio, it's not big names at all, but that trio, that backline was sick in that they were season. very well coordinated yeah super well work. coordinated and then when i've been watching them last year i was watching the spark and i was like why is this team so bloody awful and they have no coordination between their front line and their back line at all like the way that they move around the map is completely as two separate units they're they're not that well it's 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 almost irrelevant analysis at this point because we're going into a totally different game but i think you need somebody who's got the the muscle to bring the team together and and forge a vision for them. No, I don't think it's Changun, but I don't think it was any of their previous coaches anyway. So I think it's just going to be another year of the same. Do you think they're going to go downhill, Connor? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. I really don't know. I feel like to me, if Changun comes in as but underwhelming, but at least produces a cohesive vision with their roster, there's a chance they'll at least be more consistent. Is the thing like you don't necessarily have to have a god coach to tell you, okay, here's how we're fixing our problems, but if he's coherent enough to be like. These are our players. Here's our lo ro here's our rotation, and here's our approach to the game, which I felt like Spark never really had at all this past year. Then you can at least potentially produce something out of that system. Um, with and it, that's like a very baseline thing, right? Like, and but who knows if that's the case? Because Soul Dynasty has always under Chungun has never really. When I watch them play, they've had also that they've had the opposite of producing systems. They've had more of one on tank, on off tank, and then off of tank, and then and then so like who who really knows exactly where we're going to be going um, with this roster direction? But maybe he can do that. Maybe he can't. It doesn't seem like in his past history that he's someone to turn the franchise around. So and there's still a ton of moves to happen because with the roster, I think. I, though I guess Spark they haven't really dropped that many that people I believe at this point. Now when I think about them, like. They their current the roster is up, yeah. let me take their current roster again because i need to go because i need to see so yeah they currently have underneath them gushway architect shy Lige, and bernard um yeah he is a two-way player and league is a two-way yeah so i do feel like and also in general all the chinese teams this offseason seem like they're moving far slower in the offseason uh i've heard some stories where everyone like the chinese teams have reached out to like various teams and be like 
what's going on guys and it's like we're on break and it's like yeah motherfucker we're on break building for overwatch 2 like so like i guess like there's like a general slowness in the front offices for a lot of these chinese teams in the offseason comparatively to a lot of the western teams which is pretty interesting that i, I wouldn't expect that but that's just what how it's happened it appears um so we really don't know what the final form of spark is going to be under chungun but when you look at their current lineup they have no supports yeah, they have no currently contracted supports. So yeah. I think when you look at the core of like Gushui, Architect, Shy, Lige, and Bernard, especially <clears> if <throat> Lige plays, you know, because they they've kept him under contract and he just because of various various issues, wasn't able to play this past year, then it could change up this team significantly. Because I still like everyone admits Shy's another yeah. Gushui still has potential and Architect, you know, has shown potential but hasn't really been shown it recently. <laughs> So they're they're not far off of being like a pretty decent team uh, where, you know, we know Gushue in the past has been pretty good on, you know, all the heroes that we know to be good on, like the Winston, the, the Reinhardt, et cetera. Like you know, if, if they can get Lige back and then, you know, Shy was nutty last year. You think in a game that has more emphasis on you know, damage and carry potential, maybe he could be you know, an even better part. They're you pretty find fucking far support. away, though, Matt. They're pretty far away. I mean, well, what you find two two good supports, and uh, you look at APAC. I yeah, mean, yeah, there's some, there's a couple of good like APAC supports in contenders. Maybe, too. but the thing is, a lot of the best, I feel like a lot of the best options have been snapped up already. Um, so it's it's they don't have forty percent of their roster. They don't have any yeah. supports, and they've still got the communication issues because just they put have... architect on support. We've seen him play some on our no. right. Yeah, I mean, there are some very good like rich, Chinese like Lengsa, supports still Kyo. left. Yeah, yeah, there, there yeah. are some good, but the thing is, like, who really, there's a bunch of other Chinese teams still building their rosters, and, like, and then once again, we still have got a coach that has had a history of, like, mixed results and sporadic results going into a roster go, that still has consistency, you know? Go full Chinese at this point. Just do it. Who are you keeping on this roster in order to not go full Chinese? Well, you think I mean, no... they picked up like a Korean coaching staff, and there's a you know, yeah, I know. Down it Chinese. I knew it, it, is the supervisor. I'm sure they're like... not going to go in that direction. But when you look at the talent that they have available, it's Gushu and Shai that you should be building around. You've yeah, already let yeah. go of your backline. You're not building around Banar. I and Lige, theoretically, if he plays. It, but... Yeah, if he plays next year, it's a new tank kind of situation. So who the hell knows who's going to be good? But I. I I'd trust Gushu and Liga if if uh, I'm going to trust anybody. Yeah, the, I am. Um, they don't have forty percent of the team, and they, I, they weren't great last year. No, they weren't. They weren't great last year. I I I I agree with the sentiment of Abbas with like Changun that like he doesn't have a history of like imposing these like great coaching structures and that stuff. But I do still like I want I want to see what he makes of this team because so much of his coaching experience has just been like with profit and gesture, starting out with like. GC Busan on a Spitfire Soul Dynasty. And I'm sure that that affects like the internal, you know, uh, hierarchy and like who who has input on like the strategy and, you know, what players should be subbed in and subbed out. And I can see him like, you know, giving it up some of that power to some of his players and like get, getting everyone's feedback. But in some teams, that, that can also be like a benefit. For example, the Hangzhou Spark, who were a bit of a disappointment. Like, hey, are we going to rally together? Like, let's get everyone going. Everyone can input. Like, Let's get this uh, team working as a team rather than, like, as Josh mentioned, just like the tank line working separately from the support line, etc. So I, I think that it, it's like, you know, it has a pros and cons. Like, do you want to have like a really strategic coach that maybe doesn't like associate with his players as much? Or do you want to have like a really friendly buddy-buddy coach that maybe doesn't have the best strategy, etc.? I think there are pros and cons with both. Um, for example, Moon is someone who 
you know, by accounts, is isn't the most like strategic, reliable coach, but he's fantastic at building like a team environment and making all his players feel like valued and um, getting everyone on the same page. Great chemistry, and that's why Shanghai Dragons have been so great. So I, I think that Changun, well, his resume is so much of like questionable substitutes and structures and stuff like that. Maybe he could come into the Hangzhou Spark and sort out some of those issues with a team that has felt very up and down, felt very inconsistent and a bit questionable at times. Um, I want to see what he can do um, with this team and a new experience without profit and gesture and some of those guys uh, alongside him. Yeah. Or maybe it just becomes like uh, one of the, oh, what's the Vancouver Titans coach? I'm blanking now. Well, there's, there's, uh, which Wubby. one? There's Wubby and Wait, the uh, other one. No, in, in, in 2019. Oh, wow. Uh... as well. Oh, Pajon. Uh, oh, Pajon. 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 Yeah. yeah. And Pajon, he just like yeah. immediately just like let go by the Hangzhou Spark. Like maybe Shangun just like pulls up Pajon and gone in a couple of months. But I, I do believe that like maybe he could be also the right thing for this team. And they'll they'll figure out some of those inconsistencies and overcome that. Maybe. Let's. We, we've had our Changun yeah, session. Yeah. And now, now we may move on. Back to our weekly roster update, which is, uh, yeah, uh, the collection of the updates that we've had so far. I think some of them we've already discussed when they were being uh, reported and rumored. And now some of them are more official. Jonathan, take us through this week's weekly roster update. Adam signed to Florida Mayhem. I do feel good for that guy. He got shafted something rotten last year. By the whole, yeah. I mean, he got shafted more than anybody else, I would say, because he was about to escape from Oceana, and he just gets shoved back down into the sh southern hemisphere. Has he been spending all of his time in Australia? Did he have to like stay in Australia, or did he get he the paid chance for to... uh, Boston Uprising Academy? Boston Academy. Yeah, did he actually move to NA though, or was he playing from uh, that, that? I don't know. I but, have no idea. Know, that's brutal ping. If that's the case, yeah, I don't know. But, well, I mean, he couldn't be in NA. He had to be in OC still. Um, so I think he's been in OC the whole time. That's incredibly rough. I mean, the guy's, the guy's good by all accounts. So uh, he's a, he's a tank player though. And tank has changed a lot. So <laughs> I have yeah, no opinions, playing, head empty, uh, head empty no thoughts. You guys said you kind of discussed this already a couple of episodes ago. So I don't think, you know, we sort of did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. it's just like the game. I think it's Gunba getting the game back together. I think Gunba... <laughs> He's just like getting all the players that he wanted to get a the lot gang of back together. To Checkmate, Adam and Mirror. Yeah, that's the <laughs> so game. Indeed. Heard about the, the gang, gang. Oh, those guys. So yeah, it's I do think... acquiring one player per time zone. It's pretty. <laughs> I always, you know, I do, I, I do have insight at times into the roster because I go talk to Albert and like the one thing he's told me this entire time is that like he thinks Gunba's just a glutton for like punishment. Like Gumba doesn't go, doesn't ever like take a position where it's like if you were to be like gumba you're gonna have infinite money to build this roster gumba's like he says like no gumba's sick in the head he wants to go go to the, the roster where you give him like a ton of challenges to build around and he's gonna build you this macgyver roster <laughs> and like gumba's that guy is like how albert always describes it so I, I think it's really funny the way that when i hear like albert talking about their roster building process that gumba's over there like in the lab just like fucking like just going crazy like typing up on the keyboard the hacker voice i'm in trying to find all these weird prospects to build a team out of yeah. so I i'm excited to see adam i feel like at this point oc is still such a minor region that there's no like who knows exactly what his talent's going to be at the overwatching stage but i mean punk 
has been very, very solid for Boston. So it's clear that there can be solid talent that comes out of whichever region you pick. Obviously, it doesn't necessarily matter. It's just like a lower chance because there's just less competition there. So considering that he was on the or he was, you know, in the eyes for the Valiant coaching staff before and is now moving over to Mayhem, I think that uh, and was on the best like OC contenders team, Dire Wolves, I think uh, was their name. Let me see. Let me check. Yeah, it was. It was Dire Wolves. Like there's a, you know, a real chance that he'll be a very good player. I mean, I think that's kind of the name for the game for the current Mayhem team is like you get your mixed bag of nationalities and you try to assemble like a roster that punches above its weight. Mm. That, and that really is Gumba to a T. He's done that many times before. What, what's the next one on the weekly roster update, Jonathan? Next signing, Lastro 2, the Houston Outlaws. <laughs> I like your announcer voice. I appreciate that. Lastro is a great player. Uh, I, I think this is a good signing. Uh, I think this just bolsters their support line much more, right? Alongside Iris. Yeah. Yeah. I've also, you know, something that's interesting that's an experiment is that they still don't have a main support. And I don't think they're the only team that doesn't have a main support still. And there, there are some rumors flowing about that maybe there might be teams that just don't commit to a main support this mm, next year at all. And they would rather teach flex support players to play main support if they need to flex at all. Um, which is pretty interesting because also as as of currently, as of right now, uh, I have been told that that a certain moth is still looking for offers every anywhere. Interesting. So like That's bizarre. So I feel like main support is a tough position to be in coming That's, into Overwatch 2. That really is weird to me because no one can have confidence that Lucio or Mercy or whatever won't be good. You, you, we've seen yeah, so little of the game. You can't be confident that they that they won't just randomly buff the shit out of Lucio. They're like, no. oh crap, the pro said Lucio's bad. Let's buff the bejesus out of him. And then it comes out and Lucio's just the best character in the game, and suddenly you all need to play Lucio. Like, yeah, the, so I think that's why you can't most be teams confident are still that one. that's not gonna happen. Yeah, most teams are still but that's why I think most teams are still grabbing main supports, right? I believe that yeah. currently most teams still have a main support player. It's just there are potentially a select few that would rather be flexible and just like grab the double flex, it seems. Potentially, I mean, who, there's, the offseason is still long. We don't know. They could change the direction, right? Yeah. But they could potentially grab a main support at the end, but or wait till midseason and leave like their roster budget kind of flexible to pick up midseason signings. So, yeah, I'm know. just kind of scrolling through the teams right now to see who hasn't signed a main support, but it kind of gets wonky because you've got like Florida, Guangzhou, and Hangzhou who haven't. I mean, that they, they don't have full. Support Rosters, lines, yeah, so yeah. you can't you can't read into that that they're not going to sign a main support player. So well, it's I, it's just impossible to tell with the. I think I mentioned it though the last time I was on that I could totally see teams going in that direction that there were more like double flex support comps this year than ever before, and then you even saw like the shock, right? You know, Violet plays Mercy sometimes. Yeah. They had him playing some Lucio. Yeah, but his main support though, wasn't it? really that good. Though. No, no, I mean <laughs> it wasn't very good. But I could totally see with a a longer offseason sitting him down being like hey practice this shit more or find somebody else who can you know, one of hey one of you two figure out how to play lucio the other one figure out how to play mercy and just kind of uh work things out that way but yeah it's well, definitely risky to, to drill down into this specific pickup so you have lastro there to be able to compliment iris on the houston outlaws what do you think about the idea of picking up flex supports that don't currently seem to have perfectly complementary roles? 
So Iris is an excellent Batiste. Outside of that, we've seen limited amounts this year of what he's capable of across the board. He's played a lot of Moira as well. I, I think his most played this year would be Batiste, then Moira, and then... Honestly, I wouldn't even know what his third most played is over and the even, year. I can't even remember if he played Zen this year that, at all. I think they mostly kept with the Rush comps, yeah. which were just Batiste and Moira. Yeah, so. they didn't even flex to Ana at any point when they were playing yeah. Rush. They basically just tried to play Lucio Bap the entire time or like double flex support stuff. If but I've seen Lastro play Zen. I know Lastro is a good Zen. I know his Ana is his best hero. So his Ana yeah. and Zen are both really good. So like yeah. they have theoretically all the flex support covered. I think the mentality, if anything, is more so if you pick up two talented mechanically talented flex supports then you're trusting that one of them will be will be able to learn main support right and that's well my so. question is also does it even matter looking at people's theoretical hero pools within uh flex supports and trying to get them to mash or do you just need two people that are good and fuck it they'll figure it out uh, i i think in the position that you're in and i without obviously knowing like really much or having seen you almost just have to pick up the most talented players available and and make it work. I think you probably ideally would like to have somebody who can play the like the main supports, but your your goal may be like kind of a vast of saying like pick up the you know six seven players obviously who have different roles, but pick up the most talented players you can find in those and and go from there. Uh, um. Yeah. You expose yourself to the idea of ego, though, where like players, they think that like they should play a certain hero because they are better at it. Um, and, you know, maybe you have like a god tier coach that like teaches common sense and <laughs> some humility. But, you know, for some of these teams where it's like if you had two flex supports, for example, like what, both are really good at Ana. It's like, how do you decide which one plays online? The other one has to off roll and play like Lucio. Like not a lot of players are perfectly fine with that. So... It has to be something you agree with to terms like ahead of time, right? But um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like the idea of like shoehorning certain players into certain roles just because they need to. Um, I, I don't think players excel and play the best version of themselves that way. So, Okay. What's next on our weekly roster update, Jonathan? Next up, opener signs with the Washington Justice. Mm. Yeah, the closer. Now they have the opener. The, the opener and the closer. God, they need to re-sign closer so they can have closer and opener back in the back line. Yeah. <laughs> what an excellent idea. So that, that brings their back line to um whoopsie daisy. That's vigilante, krillin, and opener, right? Those are the three supports that the Washington Justice has announced this offseason. Is that correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. So they they are going. And, and then Krillin is only temporary as well, presumably. Is that correct? Because Vigilante well, I mean, he's is... he's probably signed for the year, right? But I don't think it's going to mean... But is Vigilante... I'm, I'm trying to get all this straight Vigilante, from... Vigilante is going to be the supposed replacement right? Krillin once he's of age. Yes, yes. so Vigilante is underage. Yes. Oh, I didn't even realize Opener's also underage. Well, until April. He'll be, he'll be eligible. Okay, so eligible. Opener will be eligible as well. So you're expecting both of their young players to be their backline starting up. It's a pretty interesting blend of veteran and rookie talent on this team. You've got mostly very veteran players, but then the, the backline is essentially all rookie. I mean, even Krillin is essentially inexperienced to the point of being almost a rookie, right? Because how many maps has he played in the Overwatch League? Like three or something? It's not really? like... No, he's played more. Yeah, he's Didn't he play more. for like London with Profit like a couple maps and then... 
the next. It can't be. It can't be a huge amount, though. Let me make he sure. He was on long number two I years. Did it, didn't he play? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, one but the like, first year he played, like, he played one map or something, didn't he? Did he only play one? I, I thought he played like five, no, and then I, he played I, a I lot thought, more. The I thought the first season. year we only I saw think him once. He's played in ten games. Somebody look also, it up. I mean, he's been playing. Also, he has been playing with um T one as well. Sure, sure, but I mean, rookie so. when it comes to the Overwatch League, I, I'm, sure, I'm, sure. I'm splitting hairs here. But my point was that he's very inexperienced. Can someone look at like the Over.GG page yeah, for yeah. Krillin and just see how many does he pop up on in the Overwatch League? All right, would, fair enough. I'll do that. Would you consider like, is he considered a rookie if he's played less than like you know ten games or some shit like that? I, I would mean, still think of him there, right? I would I mean, still think there, of him a bit. Like, like, yeah. like, he isn't, obviously, he couldn't be eligible for Rookie of the Year, but I would still think of him as inexperienced, and I'd kind of lump him in with with the others. Also, I, I feel mean, like if you're a rookie player and you pop the fuck off, you're going to get more playtime than that. So it kind of just indicates Yeah, I think he played almost all of 2020. Yeah, uh, he has like 16 or, matches on his page. Really? Yeah, he played a decent amount of 2020. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. He played but, you all know, of 2020 in, with the London no, not, not all, but like as in like he played like a decent amount of matches. He was getting subbed in and out for yeah, like they, highly they, and also for fuse and stuff. So like they were yeah. swapping them out. Wow, I didn't even I was realize low at 10 games. Yeah, that's I didn't crazy. even realize. I thought I was gonna be very high. I mean, that. that's London 2020. Yeah, I should was... say specifically for highly. He was him and highly were swapping out. Sanguinar and Muse were the main supports, but like they oh, were, yeah, he was definitely getting subbed yeah. in and out. So he had some decent. Yeah, amount now that you mention it, they did time. have an A and a B team. They literally split their roster down the middle, didn't they? And they were running an it A and a B a team. team. That that team was nonsense. But yeah, I'm completely wrong with Krillin then, I guess. Oh, that's another main support that's on the market that they could be got Sanguinar. I still think Sanguinar is pretty good. So <laughs> yeah, Sanguinar, <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's, that's another main support for all those teams not picking up main supports. Uh, it would require me to have the will to play games professionally again, <laughs> which I don't have the will. Something broke inside of me after I retired about to play games like in a very competitive manner. It's so funny how like Johnny would love to compete again, get back out there, and you're just like, yeah, just fucking toss me in a Chuck E. Cheese costume and let me make fucking streams yeah. I can pair. <laughs> yeah, it broken if something broke in my will after that to play professionally anymore. <laughs> Okay. All right. So what do you think about this backline? If, if if we're assuming it's going to be Vigilante and Opener, what do you think about it as it compares to the rest of the <laughs> When are they eligible again? <laughs> like um, Opener will be eligible. Opener will be eligible when the season starts. Vigilante will be a little bit longer. I think almost like, like what is it? A couple, like a month or two or more. I can't remember yeah. exactly. But I think this is, I think we're heading, we're barreling towards another mediocre Washington justice backline. Oh, I think we're barreling towards i think vigilante is pretty good uh but still a, a rookie so you know unproven and then krillin i think krillin's okay uh there's definitely room for him to show on the stage because his mechanics are always relatively decent but and then opener was like not even one of the he was like in the upper half of i would say main supports because he's on jinji yeah. um in contenders korea but definitely not even top three so, considering the talent that's on this roster, I feel like we're just going. Do you back need the support? Like, it's almost the same type of thing as like, la like I actually didn't even feel like the supports were that terrible last year. But I don't think ah. they were terrible. But I feel like you, def <laughs> if you had had stronger supports, then I think that I mean, they had to play two bond brig. What you say? Two bond brig, and yeah, also I, mean... I feel like Bebe was fine, but like the the issue is like when you're looking at a roster that you feel like is supposed to be top tier, you can't have supports being fine, right? You need them, yeah, they to be good, 
they're outliers completely i mean decay assassin happy mag fury and then uh you know uh a sideshow and bren bag there is the supports like okay i mean don't 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 go that far (laughs) don't go that far and so, no, yeah, I think that's you know the problem. Saying, it's like uh, I mean, they might yeah. punch above their weight here, though. They might punch above their weight in the supports. Like you can never really judge them until you actually see them play in many ways. But based off their pedigree, opener and Krillin are not going to be like amazing. Based off their current pedigree, Vigilante could be pretty solid. So, but then if you have to go double flex support as well at some point during the season, it's then Krillin and Vigilante, right? That that would be the uh, uh, happy yeah. play support. So, yeah, because Krillin's so, Krillin's played both main support heroes and flex support in his time. So, I guess it makes sense to have him on the team if you're trying to plan for double main, double flex support and like try and keep as flexible as possible in the back line. I can't say this does anything for me though. It doesn't excite me thinking about the Justice next year. If they yeah. ship Decay away, I feel like it's really just watching Happy. And seeing what I mean, he does. I get the idea of like building for the future, especially like with Overwatch 2 coming out. And it's like, hey, we want to be dominant in Overwatch 2, like in a three year, you know, span. And like we want to assemble talent, build out the team, etc. Um, I get that, but there's also this there's this idea in like the NBA that like some GMs and coaches, they're just like, Yeah, we're just going to get uh, future draft picks because we got a plan guys we got a plan and they just keep building for like three four years down the road essentially to just like keep their job and they're always just like hey we got a plan guys we gotta follow the plan like we can't abandon ship now um and i don't want washington justice to become that team that just like delays every year it's like we're building future guys like we're getting all this young talent we got some underage players it's fine building for the future it's like no we got decay you got mag like pop off now so i really hope they pop off and don't stall their success too much and like i don't want, want it to become like a trust the process kind of thing where it's like we're, we're supposed to like wait for the washington justice to pop off in 2023 2024 it's like no you got like six players on this roster already like what are you how many trust for, the so? processes of like iterative roster building have actually succeed in overwatch league by the way if we were to think about that how many and i'm going to tell you the only one that i think off the top of my head that's for sure the most salient example shock with yeah. also like with, so. boston year one i think you have to give credit to boston year one because they did but there, but there wasn't an iterative process though it because i'm talking about like a multi-year roster a multi-year, multi-year. Oh, like something built for the future like something built for the future there's only really been as far as i can tell there's only been one right and that's been the shock atlanta no. rain i don't know uh, but it, uh, maybe maybe Atlanta, like? maybe Atlanta Rain actually but, because they took I, they did take a, they did bring in Hawk and Gator and they they committed to them and yeah. they paid off this year so maybe Rain <laughs> yeah but did did they intend for it to pay off year two or no. did they intend for it to pay off year one I think they I think their design was for it to work the first year that they signed them not the second the thing is there's just no reason to build for the future in esports because people are good as soon as they come out of contenders. There's no reason to build for the future when 18-year-olds are better than everybody else. There's just no yeah. reason. So, I mean, like, the rookies are often night, the best now, players in science, the entire league. So yeah, why would you ever build players. for the future? Build backwards. Build for the past. <laughs> build for the past, he says. <laughs> Though also, I guess Shock was, like, an interesting situation because they had a multiple underage players, which is yes. normally not the case. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, I mean, we don't have anybody else in that kind of position, do we? I mean... No, not I currently. 
Dallas Fuel built for the future by tanking their first two years so they could get Russian Sparkle first pick in the draft. Uh, so smart. Yeah, the very draft. smart. Fucking Overwatch League, Overwatch League draft. Shanghai Dragons also did the same plan. <laughs> um, have we got yeah, any more they, news on the weekly roster too update? Hard. Uh, no, those are the three signings. Okay. Uh, that All right. Were, yeah. Interesting. Then, well, we mentioned some of these people earlier on, but there are a lot of people still LFT. Moth being a notable example that uh, Connor was talking about earlier on. And uh, Jonathan has titled this one, The LFT Circus Continues. <laughs> because there's a lot of good talent still out there. It's just in roles that people aren't particularly looking for at the moment. If yeah, I wrote this I wrote this, uh, the, this lower third down, and I was like, yeah, let's talk about all the people still LFT. And then I'm like, I have no, no good way of like, you know, composing all the players who are still looking for a team but i just saw a bunch of posts like xy is still looking for a team uh, i think baby is still looking for a team uh and there are dm jerry i think there are a bunch of these players that are still yeah, also dm team. technically retired and came back so he wasn't like actively in the pool before this True. he just came back after not playing um so but i i, I yeah i just saw a bunch of these posts that we're getting to the point where like Trials are done for like most Overwatch League teams. For example, like Paris, you know, they're, they're, they're probably done. And like all these teams. And now you're seeing some of these players be like, oh, I don't have a team yet. And um, I still need to find a team. And we're getting all the LFT uh, posts now again in mid-November uh, because some of these players are starting to panic again. So Animo is still pursuing the Overwatch League. Um, there were a bunch of these like old veterans there. Still waiting to be picked up. So well, I've got a game for you then. Here's a game for the three of you. Oh, the game. Which is, uh, we played a game last week. Matt wasn't here, but I stole the idea from Matt. It was who says no. Matt asks me this question all the time, by the way. That's, that's where that one came from. Matt, whenever we're talking about Overwatch, you're like proposing weird trades and just telling me, just who says no, Josh? Who says no? Who says no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. This guy's senile already. This guy's he, fucking off the goof. He's gone. Is this a game? He's off the goof. He's he's past the goofy movie. Um, Kurt, I wanna, are we still recording? Yeah, shut up. DM. Which team would benefit the most from DM? And which team do you think DM would benefit the most from? What's if you could pick the perfect team that DM goes to, who is it? Houston. Vancouver Titans. I was okay. going to say Houston. I All right, well, saying, explain yeah, explain your Vancouver Titans pick first, Jonathan, because you're not the, on the Houston Outlaws train. Uh, they're one of the worst teams in the league, and they'd benefit from a good player. Okay, well, that's just... Well, then you're going to say everyone good should just go to the Vancouver Titans. Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, I something that makes sense. Well, that was the game. You set the rules. I played the fucking game. It was shit yeah, rules yeah. then, man. It was shit rules. I mean, well, something I mean, that they, makes sense. Hitscan player, though, right? Don't they need a hitscan player? Um, I don't think they have any players. Uh, I know they, they have a spire and shockwave, right? I don't. I don't know Did if they, that's no. been. That's not been. Rumors. That's rumors. Rumors. Like, hey, so, yeah. yeah, but shockwave and aspire. Uh, I mean, could certainly fulfill those hits. Theoretically, if they balls. if they do get those two players, they don't need DM. In yeah, which I case, take. I the, take both of those over DM. What no, about you would not. Yes, I would. I mean, no, you, yes, I would. No, yes, I would. I take Aspire Shockwave over there. What about Toronto? Stop coping. Okay, you're stuck in 2019. You're in 2019. They just won stage three over the San Francisco Shock. DM is one of the best winnermakers in the entire league. Dings Farah is the best. Yep. Shanghai Dragons. 
I am living. I really am just building my teams for the past. But DM still was. But to be fair, DM was always still good. It's just they never. It didn't really feel like he fit. With he was. He was so not happy. good at the start of the last season. I feel like he was still. I feel like his mechanics were still he relatively was. decent. He was still popping I feel like the his fuck mechanics off. Were, I think, no, it's just. I think no. his mechanics. I don't know if he was popping off, but his mechanics were good. It's clear that he didn't fit in the system, and the system was not built around him. Do you mean the beginning the of twenty twenty one, Jonathan, when they ran him a little yeah. bit at the beginning? I went I back and I watched spots. him in the replay viewer. He was hitting everything. He was just out of position and getting Toronto. <laughs> Put him on Toronto. Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. But he was mechanically still really good. Toronto would work. Their Put worst run of games were with the Toronto would work. Toronto would be pretty good, except, well, no, because he that's oh, the same too. shit as Hisu. Well, he doesn't. I mean, DM no, could play same, Tracer. No, it's not the same role. Hisu, Hisu doesn't necessarily play like... Yeah, he's more... Yeah. I don't think... Hisu doesn't really play Widow as far as I'm aware. Does yeah, he, he does. does Hisu he? plays Oh, Widow, no, he yeah. does play Widow. Yeah, he yeah. does play a lot of hit scan. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's true. Never mind. Hisu just like Smurfs on a worse team. He, he's like Smurfs on a worse team to enable his hero pool, whereas he wouldn't be allowed to play that shit on like better teams. It would, so, yeah, be, actually, a, would be good I'm for Houston, Houston, though. I mean, Houston, Houston would have then Dante, Pelican, and DM. That would be pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to ask you the same question for Xe, but Xe's essentially got the same hero pool, just minus the Tracer, I guess, for DM. But more recent player experience and and like more of a tendency towards uh, Cassidy. Bloody, I have to scrape my brain for that one, don't I? Um, yeah, that's going to be hard. Well, I mean, is Xe just the same answer that it would be Houston again? Or is there somewhere yeah, else probably. that you could see Xe going? I mean, what are the current... So Shanghai's built. Yeah. Spark has Shy, and then Guangzhou... Do they still... Do they still Guangzhou have got Eileen, who does some of the long-range hit scan. Choice One played Tracer for them. They've got Develop yeah. as well. Develop was playing yeah. a bunch of hit scan stuff. Well, in theory, could have, um, had he even been played. Hydron would play for Florida. I'm just scrolling through at the moment. I'm also looking. Well, I guess it wouldn't. I, there's no. What am I even looking at? Like, there's no reason to look at Chengdu. What about but what about Boston? I mean, Boston have got Valentine and Striker. Would there be any added benefit from having some yeah. long range hit scan specialist there to allow Striker to? I think a having, bit more on Tracer stuff. New York. New York have Flora, don't they? Who's pretty yeah, damn good at that. Yeah, but, New York's still uh, Flora. Had, did, I would did say... Flora play like Widow and Hanzo and stuff? I can't remember. I remember yeah, he played yeah. a. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember Guangzhou. Yeah. Because it was came Feather that played. Feather, Feather played the majority of the tracer and stuff. So Flora played quite a bit of. Or, or I should say not. I should say not in the majority, but he did yeah, play no, some Flora, part of the tracer and yeah, he was Flora there. Flora had his most pop off moments playing Cassidy uh, as well. Yeah, so I think Flora was a hard hit. Is much more of a hit scan oriented player. So I've, yeah. I'm almost certain that it would not necessarily work with Flora. I feel like Boston's not a bad shout because Striker can play hit scan, but you don't necessarily you necessarily want him as a dedicated hit scan player. You know? Bro, that's Striker XC duo. Jesus Christ. That'd be pretty cool, but, right? I think but you really want your hit scan player to be able to play Tracer though, is the thing. That's why DM to me is more valuable in a lot of ways, because it's like going to Overwatch 2, I really don't want everyone to be stuck in a situation where like my I don't have you always want to be able to be able to play projectile DPS and you want to be able to play tracer without having to swap off a hit scan necessarily, you know, or without, without, um, without having to sacrifice a projectile DPS, I should say. Sure. Beggars can't be choosers though. In some of these instances, yeah. you know, you've only got to work with what you've got available. What about Bebe? He's the only flex support that we've talked about so far as being LFT. I'm sure there's others that we've forgotten about, by the way. And if there's more people, put them in the comments and we'll do this again next week as well, where we're, where I ask them where they should go. But you got Bebe. He was a decent flex support. He wasn't amazing. Didn't light the world on fire, but he was decent. 
Does he have a, a home? I mean, we were just talking about a team that doesn't have any flex support players. Uh, he could go uh, we back to, to the the spark. We go back to the spark. <laughs> he could go to the he could go to the charge. I mean, I I don't sure. I don't know. There's I feel like Vancouver like said, only have best... one flex support. I mean, maybe if they yeah. want to go double, they'd go Aztec and Bebe. The Valiant. Same with um the Valiant. Same, same with don't Toronto. Don't curse anyone like to the Twilight, Valiant. Matt. Twilight Bebe on Toronto. If you want to play double flex support. Yeah. I almost was going to yeah. suggest as a backup flex support for Dallas. For Dallas? Who do Dallas currently have? Let me have a look. Dallas has... They uh, still have Fielder and... Fielder um, and... Uh, Fielder and his name, uh, what's his name? Chayo? Chayo. Chayo. Yeah. Um, George. No, but that's a... But, but uh, Chayo's a main support, though. Yeah, yeah he is but, a main support. He's saying as a double flex. Be, oh, double he flex. He yeah. like the, the alternative flex support. Where he Maybe. doesn't have to play all the time. For, for yeah. Dallas, though, I would want someone who's cracked at Zen, I feel. Because Fielder is so fucking good at yep. Moira and at uh, Anna. Like, his Anna's unreal. His Zen looked pretty decent. And his BAP, I can't even remember really watching Maybe. that. I still feel like... Yeah, I feel like... Put him on Florida. Put him on Florida. There's no reason. Sir Majed plays all the flex supports, so yeah. unless they want to have a, I mean, if they want, if they want to double, if they do want a double flex support, then it is a potential, yeah, option. Yeah, maybe it could slot start, start in for Dallas. Yeah, I mean, he's, it wouldn't be crazy. Good. I think it's like when you think about what's left, you're just gonna have to. We're gonna have to commit to a team because there's not all the the top tier. Because also, isn't Gangnam Jin still a free agent? Oh, um, holy shit, is he? He is, yeah. yeah. He hasn't That's been confirmed absurd. signed anywhere. So there's also Gangnam Jin Dude, well. Ga so like, wait, no, but, I would take Gangnam Jin over. But Gangnam Jin, no, no, no. Gangnam Jin and Myeonbong are both rumored to be going to New York together as a backline. Yeah, that's, oh, that's the right. That'd but it's be fucking yeah. cool though. Which, that be, that's yeah. a great backline. Put Axie on that team too. Fucking pop off. I mean, you, you could have Axie on that team. You could. We don't have to cross that bridge yet. It's a bit too soon. But Philly also needs. Sure, I mean Philadelphia have definitely got Gangnam Jin on Philly. Like, yeah, I think that could be sure. Yeah, I think I think for Bebe, I think any co any team that currently does not have a flex support or needs a backup flex support is a good option. Like pretty much every all of them are good options simply because like if you want to have him, he's pretty solid. I think he's solid across the board. You know, like there's no you're not gonna get any notable weaknesses, but you're also not gonna get anything that's like. Terrifically strong. Who with Ganam Jin? No, with Bebe. Oh, sorry, with Bebe. Right. I was yeah. gonna say Ganam Jin. Yeah. I would have much. No, Ganam Jin. Plays. No, Ganam Jin. Yeah, would pop off. Like that's fine. But like for Bebe, yeah, Bebe is pretty anyone... well rounded, but not amazing. Yeah. Oh, also, we, we, we talked about this. Like, I, I think Bebe was a bit of a victim of the Washington Justice main support environment too. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like some of those matches, Two Bone Brig was fucking wank. Like he really was. <laughs> like he was pure garbage. Like he didn't even belong in contenders on Brig. And like I think that Baby got first picked like instantly a lot of the time because of that stuff. So pretty mean. I think I think Baby is a uh, is a good player, and I think he just like looked poor in a Washington Justice backline that wasn't figured out. Um, yeah, Johnny, I mean, Johnny hitting. Baby didn't look great on the spot. Generate the hype, Matt. Okay, can I produce the headlines? I, want I, I, I think Baby was also still fine on. I think the last time Baby looked like good though was like. 2019 spark 2020 yeah. and 2021 spark he or 2020 spark he he looked solid and in 2021 justice he looked 
fine. You know, like I really don't feel like it's he's ever seemed like a top tier flexible. He's always just seemed pretty good to fine. What about you what know? about then the main support players? So you're saying Moth is still looking for offers. That's the word on yeah. the street. The streets be yeah. speaking. And then he's, also you've got Animo and Jexa as well. The the order in people's heads is probably like Moth, one of the greatest main supports of all time. Then Jexa played for the Dallas Fuel last year, was still pretty damn good. And then you've got Animo as well, who's been, you know, uh, playing with some fantastic teams in the past, but has just been kind of slowly slipping down the rankings in terms of the teams that he's been playing on and the impact he's been able to get. But those are still three really good main support options if teams were looking for them. Are they just destined to get picked up somewhere if people are looking? I think Moth is. I think it's kind of hard to... I think the, probably the, what, what seems like the issue for Moth is that he... I bet he commands a lot. He wants to command a lot of salary when his current stock is not high enough, is my guess. Right. That's my current guess for Moth. Because otherwise, he would be picked up in a heartbeat, but I bet it's like a cost issue is my my guess, is that yeah. he's probably asking for a lot based off his previous performances and like being on Glad's when he reportedly left shock for the bag, right? So like, but his current stock's not that high, which is just unfortunate because he literally just got benched by the best Brigida and like potentially the best Brigida in the league. So yeah. it's like, I think he, I think you would be silly not to get Moth unless he's like a break the bank type of situation. And especially if it's a break the bank for someone you fear might be on the bench most of the year, as he was yeah. this year for the Gladiators. Yeah, um, right, where you don't know if you'd even play him. Yeah. Motho was always capable of being able to play things outside of main support. I'm not saying he was amazing on them, but he was always capable of expanding his hero pool because he isn't mechanically focused. I mean, he does make big plays uh, when he's playing Lucio in particular, but it's not. he's not a mechanical mastermind. He's like really good at thinking about things and putting himself in the right positions to, to uh, get impact, so... I feel like he's the perfect um, main support that can also play some flex as you head into Overwatch 2. Yeah, I agree. I think Moth, I think it'd be silly not to get Moth if you want to have some flexibility in your backline. But obviously, what I, I'm assuming it's a budget issue. So, my guess. And like, if you're going to build a top tier team, you're either like getting a Korean backline or you're getting someone that's more consistently proven with playtime currently, which would be like Astro. So who's under control? Right. Got to go and get the Chinese back. Just wait for Guangzhou or Hangzhou to start to start moving their abacuses around and seeing if they uh, seeing if they want to ship you out to to play over there. Okay, yeah, Moth would look good in the Guangzhou jersey. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. I don't know why I giggled at that. It's just the way that you said that. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the Overwatch League crossword. We have all been just avoiding this content like the plague on our... I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I have. I've been seeing it pop up on Twitter and people asking questions on, like, in WhatsApp groups and stuff, and I've just been like, don't, uh, yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Because we said we, we were going to do it on the show today. So Matt, Overwatch League, Overwatch League no. released this crossword. Matt's probably cheated so that he can look smart, and the rest of us haven't seen any. So I can't even tell. I have to yeah, go find the original image because the image that I see from the program feed is too blurry for me. So I'm going to go find the original Overwatch crossword. Okay, Kurt might be able to put it in the chat as well for you guys. So um, I'll. I, and anyway, I can read out the. Um, I can read out the the the. What's it called? The hint? Is it called a hint? 
Probably not on a crossword. The crossword clue, that's what they're called. They're called clues. I mean, a clue and a hint yeah. are the same thing. They're pretty similar. Now, I will say, normally, it tells you how many letters it is or whether it's multiple words. But this crossword doesn't say any of that. It just makes you go and look at how many letters it is on the bloody thing itself. Normally, it would say, like, crosswords are normally formulated, one down, former tree puncher extraordinaire, and then in brackets it says five, or, like, five comma two or something. But this this... this doesn't even have that. So I don't know how many letters we're even looking for. What, well, I mean, I already know one down. Well, okay, what is one down? Former tree puncher extraordinaire. It's Dante. It's Dante. He was a pro Minecraft player. Oh, tree oh, punching. I, did, I wouldn't yeah. have got that. Oh, wouldn't have got it. It's that's Dante. a good one. All right. yeah, so we're, 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 we're sort of pressuring Kurt here because we're testing out new technology. Oh, hey, that look at good. him go. <laughs> hey. Good. Kurt is incredible. Wait, Kurt, do you write your ends backwards? You start at the top right. I knew he would comment on that. Oh, I that's... Knew he oh, that. he'd do it both ways. <laughs> he's no multi-talented. He's doing it sideways. To do okay. it again. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. Jesus oh, my God, he's popping off. All right, well, Dante is the first one. Okay. Oh, we know two down. Wait, what? Yes. Dude, I haven't Hold even on. read them. Well, I haven't read them out to the people. Right. Read it. Okay, Read well, it. I can't see them while while Kurt's writing the answer. Give it Why a sec. Give it a sec. Two down. The first MVP, which is Jonak, right? Jonak. Jonak. Yeah. Okay. J Jonak. It's two J's. J Jonak, as people call him in my rank games. Wow, so you popped I... off. You must be J Jonak. Who? <laughs> Who? Oh, that was a smooth end. So I think Kurt is doing this on like a pad. So. We, we gotta bear with him as he scrolls to the other side of the screen. Oh, I love this. Bad this is gift from reinforce. Now, do what you is remember, a bad gift? I remember this one, Matt. Do you remember what this one was? A bad gift given on the desk. Oh God! It's not me, by the way. It was Zoe. That uh, Costa opened up and it fucking flew. Uh, what? Yep. Stro Strowstrumming. So <laughs> Strowstrumming. So strumming. strumming. Stro strumming. No, how do you spell that? Yeah, you're gonna have to help me with that one. <laughs> S. I'm gonna go U to the bathroom while he spells it. I'll be back by the time he's done. <laughs> so this was um sorry, you go on. S U R. S U R. S T R. And then it's like an umlaut O. So like two dots and an O. Doesn't connect to anything else though, so it doesn't matter. There you go. Oh my it god. Like it looks a like a screaming face. <laughs> I knew it would say that. God damn it. Uh, double M. <laughs> ING. You just hear Kurt laughing at the face. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like when he's like, I'm firing my laser. <laughs> Wait, you did your G's backwards as well. What is that? <laughs> wow. Okay. I've never seen anyone do a G like that. That's. Yeah, I normally see people just do it like that. Okay, anyway, I I'm, I'm just going to analyze Kurt's handwriting the entire time. If yeah, Kurt ever do, murders yeah, someone and writes a murder letter, I'll, well, I'll no. have him down. Yeah, you're going to be the down. premier expert on Kurt's handwriting. Yeah. Uh, how right. will you, though? Will you, will you be able to tell where they started the letter? Josh thinks no. I'm going to kill someone for some reason. This is the second time <laughs> in like a week he's brought it up. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. I've got death on the mind. Okay, number f uh, number four, oh a feline that steals the ah, show. This is easy. Nori, gotta be, gotta be Nori, right? 
Yeah. Can it just be cats? Or I guess it's singular. No, it's yeah, singular it's just form. a single cat. So it's got to be Nori. <laughs> Sorry, cats. <laughs> Honestly, For I what? think we're going to pop off on this crossword because we know useless trivia. I, yeah. I think. I. Um, yeah, I think I. we'll get all of them correct. It would be pretty bad if the four of us couldn't get them correct because that only means like only one out of the four people has to know stuff. Everyone's favorite meta. This has got to be goats, right? Goats. It's just, yeah, just it's baby goats. They're trolling. Gotta be ironclad bastion. Is there even any other meta that would fit in five letters? What, uh, what would even be another moats. meta? Moats. Or Pirate ship. The, moats. Yeah, moats. Oh my god, like, you just replaced the letter. <laughs> what is yeah. moats? But, mo I mean, well, it's, it's floats. Water so goats. It's monkey essentially goats. Mo moats and floats is like monkey goats. So like that was like dive goats when you just like had the dive with the water. Who the fuck and it was just called the it moats? I, I called it, I called it, uh, what did I, what the hell did I call it? I think I, I called it like, the fuck did I call it? I can't. All right, remember. so we know Widow oh, and we know ten across. Oh, mate, you're skipping you just ahead. Do it in order. You're skipping ahead. Let's do it in order. Do it in order. Do it like you, you see the no, words. You we're do doing it. number. We're doing eight. We're doing okay. all of the downs first. All the downs. Eight down. Eight down. Gladiator's greatest play. That's the the great bamboozle. Great bamboozle. But how? I mean, which word? It's probably just bamboozle. Uh, looking at the size of it, it's probably just bamboozle. I think. To the right. Yeah, what B A M B O O Z L E. Yeah, it's bamboozle. All right, nice. Who coined that, by the way? Was that them? No, wasn't it coined on cast? Wasn't it Mitch said it? Yeah. I don't. What? Did he? You would know, Matt, because you were casting with him. Oh, Matt doesn't listen to anything he says. You can tell oh, when okay. he gets to the That's analysis true. portion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if the shoe, is that what it says? Yeah. So if it's just. the shoe. So it's it just fits. Fits? Oh, fits. fits like yeah. The shoe fits. That's a this, this must be really like entertaining content because everyone who's watched this show has already done it. Well, uh, yeah. No, hopefully, not this segment is for people who like Overwatch but aren't that into Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> this is for people. I feel like also a lot of people want to watch it to see if we're dumb. You know, like it's kind of a test to see if we oh. pass. Like, what's that one test you do to see? I'm if sure Sideshow's gonna fuck up the crossword. He. <laughs> Yeah, wait there, because I have fucked up this next one. An almost unobtainable snack. An almost unobtainable snack. Do we have any clues so far? Oh, it's long as well. 11 down. Where is this? 11, 11 down. down. Almost unobtainable. So it's like... Cheese it grooves? I don't know. But why would that be unobtainable? I don't know. I mean, Cheese It Grooves, I, they spammed the shit out of it in 2020, so there's no way that's unobtainable. We had more Cheese It Grooves than. Oh, breadsticks! Bloody breadsticks! Oh, oh. Snack! Who snacks on breadsticks? You eat them. It's an appetizer, really, isn't it? But it's I mean, you eat, you eat snacks as well, Jonathan. Yeah, no, but you snack on snacks. <laughs> but anything could be a snack. A no. breadstick could be a snack if you just have it in your cabinet. It's like, I want to yeah, snack. Well, I was like, oh, I'm breadstick. snacking on some grilled ribeye. It's like, no. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. You could, you could no. if it was small. Like, if you just wanted, like, little big bits of it, you know? Oh, my God. 12. A bloodthirsty support and also a legendary Pokemon. I don't okay. think of oh, this player uh, as particularly bloodthirsty, but it could be this player. Oh, I guess he is, actually. I think I I've got Pokemon it. Pokemon names. I think I've got it. I'm waiting to see if the is others he, have got it. Is Evil, evil Tall someone named after a Pokemon, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Evil Tall. Right? I think it's so. Evil Tall. It's a bloodthirsty mercy. A Y. Y V 
E-L-T-A-L. Yeah, I was thinking he's not that bloodthirsty, but actually he does get a lot of mercy pistol kills. Got a lot of so. kills, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, 13 down. Architect's favorite hiding spot? Oh, is this... Wait, well, I can't I... tell. Is it... Wait, I don't know re- this one. I can't even think what this... Mo- oh, Are they referring I know what to the chandelier in Eichenwald? Yeah, but it's not a hiding spot, man. That's not a hiding spot. He just jumped up there. I guess... I think that's what it'll be, though. Does that fit? The chandelier, chandelier? fit? Probably. Yeah, the chandelier fit. C-H-A-N-D-D-E-E-D-E-L-E-E-R. <laughs> you just said so many E's. <laughs> I said D-E-L-I-E-R. It's an I-E at the end. I-E-R, yeah. Yeah, it fits. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right, we got it. Chandelier. Is that really a hiding spot? He just kind of jumped up yeah, there. Yeah, he, he kind of jumped up there for the play, Not but you know. Especially if you're a sentry turret. <laughs> oh, it's Flora. It's Flora. Oh, not oh, Fauna. Wait. 14 down. Flora. Yeah, it's yep. Flora. Okay. Matt doesn't know, know what that from is. Our he's very inquisitively. Matt, what he's do, looking very inquisitively. What are Flora and Fauna? Can you give me the definitions? <laughs> Not a fucking clue. You don't, you don't know? Do you, what, what word is Flora a bit like? Did you not take like, like high flower? school biology, yeah. Matt? Yeah, there you go. Dude, he knows. The thing is, he does know this. He has been taught this at some point and it's gone in his head. He just doesn't have the mental energy to extract it from his brain. Yeah, it so, means like flowers. It means like living yeah. plants and shit in an there's area. There's no way you have that much information that you have to work hard to get it out. There's so then no what's way. fauna, Matt? What's, yeah, what's fauna? fauna? What does, what's a fawn, motherfucker? <laughs> He's Googling, yeah, he's Googling it. it. He's Googling oh my God. <laughs> this guy. Is there's just no way. It's, uh... Yeah, it's like animals and shit. Yeah, yeah uh, well done. Okay. Yeah, flora's the plants, fauna are the animals. Um, what was the next one? 21. 21 down. Last second throw. C9? That'd be very oh, well, short, how, Where is it? 21? I'm looking for it. Hmm. 21. 21. It's like in the middle right. Yeah, Last second throw. Oh, um, that's right. That's yeah, there oh, is. Yeah. I've got it. I think. I think it's, I know what it is. Well, C9 doesn't fit, nor does Cloud9. So neither one of those fits. Yeah. I think it's a choke. Choke? Oh, okay. Oh. But I a could be wrong. Could I, th- I could be wrong. It- That's the first one I've been unsure of, but I think it's a choke. That well, we use really... choke a lot in... I mean, a last-second throw would be a choke, but it's not the only definition of a choke, so... Yeah, but what other words would even... I don't know what other words that would fit this, because it's one, two, three, four, five. It's five letters. Uh, I don't know. I think it has to be choke because C9 doesn't fit. Cloud9 doesn't fit. Yeah. I can't think. I mean, you can't just repeat the word throw. (laughs) Like, you you couldn't just throw the word throw in there again. That would be very funny. I actually don't think it works with 24 across. So. Oh. Oh. You want to do some. You want to do. Okay, well, let's. Let's uh let's write choke in and then let's do twenty four oh well twenty four across the all knowing masterminds behind the league. I think that's script writers. Oh, I think it might be Shadow Council. No. That is a when have we ever said Shadow Council in relation to this? Script writers, we say all the time, the script writers. It's all it's script writers. Is S-C-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-P-T-S-R-I-
W R I T E. It's scriptwriters. Okay. Okay. Um, it's got to be scriptwriters. The shadow we say script council. Writers, when have we ever said the Shadow Council? They specifically <laughs> referenced the Shadow Council thing. in their most recent piece of content. Yeah, but, but scriptwriters is what we used all season. Yeah. I also Shadow Council doesn't fit, does it? Shadow Council. Actually, it does. Actually, Shadow Council does fit, but okay, it well, also it neither of them work with choke. So yeah, okay. What would twenty one down be then? A last minute or last second? Last second throw twenty one down, and it's five letters. Middle letter oh, is geez. I. So I saw the I and I was like, is this a reference to like a similar cast? Are we doing like the wick is burning? But like, I don't think that's that. I don't think that's it. Yeah, no, it how, how would that fit? Unless it was no, double it I. Fit. W double I. Wick what the is, fuck is this? The wick. Last, I don't last know. Last second throw. Yeah, let's let's add another clue. Let's do twenty six across as well. I can't believe this one yeah. stumped us. Yeah, that's actually stumped the shit out of me. Delivers swift justice. Five letters. Probably decay. Probably. Yeah. But it could be. I mean, I guess it could be Farah. happy. Yo, no. yeah, it could be Farah. Happy. Farah Far wouldn't fit, though. Is it Farah P H no. A R A? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's no, like it's got to be Decay. Because yeah, uh, so. 26 down is the longest tenured active Dallas Fuel player, which would be Doha. So that's got to be. Yeah, it has D. to be Decay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, nice, a, that's nice. some crossword game theory. Okay, so oh 21 down. It is last an I second throw. E. It's I something E. So it's got to be a consonant that produces like an. Like an I sound to the I, right? It's got to be I'm, I'm, I'll. You could throw a lamp, but I don't know. Emo lamp like doesn't fit there. Last second throw. Oh my god, we are so dumb. What? Throwing the a fuck? Sigma rock now. Well, you see the either. E and it's like there's choke could theoretically work. But the thing is, is that like there's no. Okay. I'm wondering, yeah. Well, I'm wondering if it's not scriptwriters, but it if like it isn't, play your name. Last no. second, what you think? It's someone immortalized as a thrower in the. But Overwatch the only person League that could crossword. be is like, but I mean, the the, the most one of those infamous ones would be like late young, you know, for Overwatch League, and like that doesn't fit. Late know? young or not? Yeah, young Jin. Oh, Young, young Jin, Jin. Young right. Jin. Yeah. Young Jin, oh. not late young. Young Jin. So like, but that, but like, there's there's also other players, right? But Last that's the first one that comes to mind. Throw. So. Um, maybe we're thinking about throw too casually. Maybe they mean a literal throw. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, I mean, that's like a Hail Mary or something, but like, I don't know, like, that wouldn't... A is there a player name that has I and E in it? Um, probably. Last second throw up. Let's just wow. let, let's let's we need to complete the the, the rest of the cross. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, let's the rest get of the back crossword. to that one. Wow, that rolls us. 23 let's, down. The okay. site of the 2021 Overwatch League playoffs. Hawaii, I guess. Hawaii has got to be, right? It was technically supposed to be Dallas. Well, or just like, right, isn't it going to be Hawaii? online? Does that fit? See if Hawaii, <laughs> and if not Hawaii, then online, maybe. Let's see. <laughs> the virtual servers of the internet. Oh, it doesn't fit. Okay, what about where in Hawaii were we? Or were you? Honolulu? Wasn't it Honolulu? Bro, that's way too long. No, it's one layer too long. 
Um, what about University of Manoa? Does Manoa fit? <laughs> Fuck. That's but Manoa is only like five letters, right? Uh, yeah. The sight of it. The sight of the Overwatch League 2021 Grand Finals. No playoffs is what it's. Oh, playoffs. playoffs. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe it was supposed to be Dallas originally, right? But that stopped. Oh yeah, the playoffs actually weren't at Hawaii. They were, well, the playoffs were, were supposed to be in Dallas, but they didn't end up going that way. But the playoffs themselves weren't actually in, in Hawaii, right? It was... Yeah. No, they were. They were. The whole playoffs were no, in Hawaii. No, they moved the whole thing. They Dude, my brain has melted during the offseason. I can't remember shit that happened a month ago. Um, I was going to say, like, Arlington, because that's where the esports... But no, that doesn't work. Too long. So... Are we just misspelling Hawaii? The site what? of the Overwatch League no. 2021 playoffs. It's six letters. Yeah, it's H A W A I I. The site. What about what if they mean website? It could be the hotel we were staying at. Bro, what? They're just gonna what? Who the hell could complete the crossword if you required yeah, the hotel? They don't know where you no, because we said it. It was in the opening. It was in the intro all the time. Really? How many? Uh, how many uh, letters off was Hawaii? Oh, it's Waikiki. It's Waikiki. Waikiki Beach. Now, how many letters off was Hawaii from this one? One, one letter. What if Actually, it's the U of Hawaii and it's just you Hawaii, F, like no, University that's, Hawaii? No, dude, I think no, Jonathan's it got it as an E. It's Wakiki. Yeah, try Wakiki. But what what is twenty two across then? I have no idea. <laughs> Ewok. Compatriot. Jonathan, Waikiki how do you Waikiki how do you spell how do you spell uh, Wakiki, Jonathan? I have it. I have it. A I K I K I. Okay, that's gotta be it, right? That's gotta be it. So, yeah, what the hell is twenty two across? What's the what's the thing? Custer's, uh, Custer's compatriot. Custer's compatriot, and it's four letters, and it looks I mean, like it's only... Ewok. What? Ewok. I mean, are Ewoks Australian? I don't think so. No way! It's I don't Ewok. think they are. Ewoks Australian. I think they come I mean, from the. Dude, they come realize what we just said, bro. What? What the hell else? What are <laughs> the Australian Ewoks animals? Is the fucking fictional bear in Star Wars. Wait. Also, twenty. The twenty-five cross begins with S. We've deleted an S somehow. There. It's breadsticks. Oh, what if it's an Australian? What if it's like punk or something? Which would it make sense with the U of H? No, that would. Going down. If it was you, Hawaii, going it can't down. Be you, Hawaii. You, so Hawaii. It's the University of Hawaii. It's the University of Hawaii. That's so stupid. That's so stupid, though. It That's really it's, uh, stupid, so though. Yeah. Spaces. So we think but, it's punk with you, Hawaii. But the thing is, but the thing is, that wouldn't make it I mean, because that's the only other Australian, right? It's the only other Australian league. But the and there's a K in this clearly. But the problem here is oh, that... Oh, what about, what about UO Manoa? Like University of Manoa? That makes oh, more sense. Than, that, no, makes more, that makes more that sense, makes more sense, sense than, than U Hawaii. Because also U Hawaii is not the college that we're... No, the we college is called University of Manoa at Hawaii. U Manoa makes the most sense, actually. Then you but can it's do not U Manoa. It would be UO, U -O like University Manoa. of... I think that's very badly done I'm if that on, is I'm the answer. I'm on Josh's though. side here because it's the only way that I can make sense because I don't know what else fucking, unless we're doing Ewok, I don't know what else <laughs> Custer's, Custer's compatriot could be. So. Dude, I think we should leave it as Ewok and Wakiki. I, I think that's good. <laughs> um, what, what, what are we thinking then? You are Ewoks Australian. I'm not going to. I don't think they are, no. 
No, I don't no, think they're not. You get put punk across if it's the U. It's gotta yeah, be. It's gotta, it's gotta be, be punk, punk because there's no other Australian players in the league. Adam? I don't think of unless it's like one of country. Yeah, but that was this was made before that. Uh, yeah. Adam called? was signed. You know. Yeah. What are his cats? Salem called? and something. Bo and what? Sorry, Kurt. Bo and Arya. Oh. And uh, Arya. that's not gonna yeah. be there. It's not, that's not. I, I, I'm saying I think it's gotta be punk. Okay. I think so it's let's, gotta be let's punk. It's gotta punk be you, Omanoa. Let's lock punk in, and then. No, sorry, punk, not runk. <laughs> runk. Get runk in the orc. Please don't say that. Okay, and then twenty-three down. How how do you spell Manoa? Is it M A N O A? No, no, no. It's M I N O A. M I N O A. Manoa. Manoa. I think it's got to be U O Manoa. I I'm in agreement. Because we're, that was the name of the college. It makes punk work. You Manoa. It's got to be you O, though. It, it needs an extra O. Yeah. I think it's I rather than A. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's I in O A. That's not good. I'm no, putting in an official complaint if that's correct. That's not good. If we're correct, that's bad. But all right, let's move on. What's the next down that we have to do? Um, listen, chat. Oh, is that Super's catchphrase? Yeah. Uh, 24 down. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Super. Oh, what the hell is 25 across then? S and ends in a U and it's only three letters. Blanking Baptiste Shoe. Shoe. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Good, good. That works. That works. That works very well. Okay, what's the next down that we have to complete? Well, did we ever do Mr. X's best friend, the last by the one? way? Well, Carl? we have the last one. Oh, the longest tenured no, we did that Dallas Fuel Doha. player. Oh, we already Doha. did Doha. Sorry. Doha, okay. Yeah. So now we're on to the across. Yeah. Mr. X's best friend. Okay, Matt, what do you think this is? Well, how many letters is it? I assume four, but I don't know. Oh, no, it's not four. Oh. It's a lot. I thought it was going to huh? be Carl. I thought it was going to be so Hugo. Why? The hell is uh, what the hell is this? Mr. X's best friend. All right. Well, Samwise Gamgee almost fit. <laughs> almost, but not quite. <laughs> Didn't quite fit. <laughs> what, what, what could that even be? Mr. X's best friend, and it's like what nine letters? Matt doesn't know any words that are nine letters long. That's a good point. I was seeing if Mitch Leslie fit in there, but that didn't even fit either, so I have no fucking clue. Well, second also, letter T. The second letter is T, and we also That's... have O as like the third to last letter. I think I know what it is, but it doesn't make much sense. What do I you don't think know. it is? Words too. Oh, it could be multiple words, yeah. Yeah. Because what I think they want to say is a step stool. Oh! But I was like, it could be a box, but like obviously box is... Yeah, that does fit though. Because I know for a, we know for a, fic, a fact that it's Dante and Nori. We know that it's Dante and Yeah, Nori it has to be Dante and Which, Nori. It has to be. I've never used a step stool. It's a box. It's yeah. a, a, a stu like That would be if I was climbing things. No, I, I think you, you, you used one, I think, when you interviewed Channing Frye. Oh, you oh, did. I did. You I did. did. Yeah. Also, is that what you call them in America? Step stools. Yes, we call that, them step stools. That sounds like your your 
you're related to them, but not by blood. That's well, really weird. You are related to them in a way because we're all made of atoms. Yeah. You know. Oh right, you we have a cosmic yeah. relation to we everything. We have a cosmic in the relationship. Thanks, cosmic via the force. Okay, seven across. The most selfless of coaches. Sefi, right? This yeah, had the S in it. It's like Sefi. Brad would yeah. be. Old Brad Rajani. Brad Rajani. Seven across. Where are we How looking? Are we there it is. Champion. Uh, S-E-P-H-Y. Gotta be uh What is eight across, Matt? Read it out for me. That's nine. Uh oh, it sorry, would be nine. power lifter turned champion. I can read them out, Kurt, if you want to just do the puzzle. Power lifter turned champion. I where, nine? where is it? I can't with an F. this one. Starts with an F. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. let me let me think about this. Power I, lifter I turned was, champion. It's Fleta. Oh, oh I see. I thought it was like Zarya, like she yeah. like a, a lifter in the game and stuff. Yeah. The Fleta deadlift. Okay. Deadlift, yeah. yeah. Uh, number ten, a no longer faceless man. It's right there. I think it's Kevster. Yeah, yeah, it's Kevster. Thirteen is flex DPS, and then it says flex includes main tank. That is check matey. Nice. Okay. My main matey. Less of the check. They kind of gave it away with the 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 other thing. Fifteen across is. Three minutes and 45 seconds. Is that the AKM blade? Yes, it is. Wow. That's the wow. AKM Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is incredible. I like that one. That's How'd really How did you get good. it so fast? I just, I saw the, the, the time, three minutes, 45 seconds. Is it's a standardized time yeah. measurement. Uh, 16 across is a, a Parisian, Parisian German. German. Uh, who was a German player on Paris? Um... Don? No. Don? Uh, no, Don was. Don? Wait. Right? It's either Don or Khan, and I can't remember which of them was German. Isn't Khan? I just guessed that. Well, I'm get I don't think it's Don. Yep, it's Khan. It's Khan. Is Don K -A -N. Dutch? He's I think, he's yeah, Dutch. I think yeah, Don is Dutch, Dutch, right? Yeah, Don's Dutch. So it's Khan. It K -A -A -N. is double A. Oh, double A. Yeah, double A. The fact checker's going to ruin us if we spell it double N. Uh, 17, the opposite of bold. That is shy. Yeah. Uh, wow. Sure. Yeah. Look at Matt yeah. go. Pop it Not on. bad. Not bad. Uh, 18 is the rat king. Jake. Jake, yeah. <laughs> Which is not the greatest <laughs> thing to be known as, honestly. The rat king. Uh, 19 is egg. Oh, but there I don't we know go. who that is. Put it in. Well, well in. I think that's me. Uncle Egg. Uncle Egg. Don't literally not bald. Haven't been bald in so long, but people just clamor uh, for me to be bald again. When he is the the Lindholm's white cat. Oh, that cat has a name. Wait, say that again. Say that again. The Lindholm's white cat. That's it's the, like the Brigitte, cat right? of Reinhardt in Brigitte. Brigitte's or, oh, no, cat. Or, or, cat. I have no idea what Brigitte's cat is I'm called. I'm Googling it. I'm Googling it. Yeah, fucking Google Wait, does, I know, I, I'm Googling it. Wait, we could probably come up with the idea before we cheat. Wait there. Oh, there's no other clues. Jonathan, give me... We were talking cat names earlier on. Give me a classic Swedish cat name. Hilda? Hilda, it probably is. Bro, that Actually, fits. Actually, it fits. It fits. I I don't want to cheat, you but Google that. I think that might be accurate. No, I, I didn't even find it. I, I searched Brigida cat, and it came out as Jetpack cat. Because so, that was like the concept. Hilda, leave it. Leave I it. think Hilda might be correct. I think that's good. I, yeah, leave uh, Hilda. Fuck it. 
22 uh we got the 22 24 so no no we've done them all oh, apart from 21 right. down oh shit we're down to just that one yeah the the last one is oh, fuck. is last second throw does script writers fit with everything else that we've got it does yeah yeah it does. wait hold on go back to it uh Last second throw. Is, are those? Uh, oh, that's an eye. Oh, I, an I was going to say Nene. I was like, maybe Nene, like, he oh, threw that wow. game. I mean, that would be brutal. Uh, that mean, wouldn't even fit, though. Yeah. Help us, Kurt. It would kind even of if it was shadow, even if it was shadow council, it wouldn't fit. Yeah. Well, if it was that's shadow council, it would almost be harder. Because then you've got D something D and an e. I. D something E would only be like dull, like DLE or Bren, Bren, we need your help. We need your help desperately. Wait, have you already done the Overwatch crossword? Okay, come here, come here, come here. We've finished the whole Overwatch crossword, right? Overwatch Except League one. set of crossword, apart from 21 down. It's five letters. The clue is last second throw. And it's something, something I, something E. Last second throw. We have no idea. <laughs> we have no idea. We're lost. Yeah, we're friend. stumped. Do you have Last any ideas? Throw? Sideshow? No, it, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Uh, sadly, it doesn't fit. I mean, bride Throwing. fits. Bride. But that doesn't mean anything. I'm just thinking about words in the English language okay, that wait. fit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose something crazy. So nine fits in that. What if it's just C, C and nine. then nine? Oh, it's my just God. C9. Oh, like the letter God. C and then C nine. nine. Yeah. Because oh, nine. If it is, that's really dumb. I fucking hate that. I fucking but hate also, that. But we also, we did you owe Manoa, right? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the you answers owe was you, you owe Manoa. Manoa. As in University of Manoa. Is that really it? You owe Manoa? I don't know. I don't we don't know. know whether that's correct. We're just. No clue. What's sorry? Yeah, one of them was Sostromi, yeah. Wait, what, what is that note at the bottom left? This thing about multiple and spaces. Answers with multiple words do not include spaces. Yeah, obviously, yeah. That's, yeah. For crossword aficionados such as us, we already knew that. Don't worry. Obviously. Um, I can relate to a, my grandma now. Where it's can like, we, if can you we have check this? about the crossword, send it to... Can we check this? Is there, is there a real, is there like a finished version somewhere that we can uh, check? I'm we got to grab. I'm going to go to their, I'm going to go to the original Overwatch League tweet. Are they see. like, there's did a, they actually put out like an answer thing or? I'm it... looking, I'm looking to see if they put out an answer. Under the tweet, there's like uh, other people. Have, there's other uh, people that have selected, but I don't want to look at that. I just want to look for the answers. I'm, I'm hide, I'm shielding my eyes. I'm it doesn't matter. We've, we've locked in the answers anyway, Connor. We've, we've already I mean, done there's, it. There's no, there's no answer key. It looks like. They just put it out here to torment. We've been people. trolled. We've been trolled. There's no answer key. Okay. I mean, a lot of people seem to just be writing you Hawaii. It's like University of Hawaii. That's some bullshit. It can't be that. It can't be that. There's no way. I, I refuse to believe that that's the answer. <laughs> it absolutely can't be. <laughs> I refuse to believe. I refuse. I refuse to believe that the University of Wait Manoa at Hawaii has been boiled down to you Hawaii. That's just what nonsense. did we answer? What did we answer for 23 down? But we did call it U of H, right? We did call it U, U of H. Right? Wait, U it H. could. You know what? Uh, no, that wouldn't make sense because I'm just saying. U H Manoa. Okay, a lot of people are saying U H Manoa. Why U H? I saw, I saw a U. I saw a U Hawaii as well. What, yeah, what is U H Manoa though, right? Most what? people are U H Manoa. 
You know, oh, wait, because is it called University of Hawaii at Manoa? Have I got yeah. it backwards in my head? Yeah. Oh, it's shit. I thought it was called University of Manoa at Hawaii, but that doesn't make any no, it's, sense. It's UH Manoa. UH Manoa makes so much more sense. Dude, I'm so stupid. I've let I mean, to be fair, there. this is a stupid. But to be fair, this is kind of a dumb crossword. Like, why would we have to do U H Manoa in this? And also, <laughs> I'm looking through it. It seems like most pe- the only answers I've seen that filled out 21 down is C9 with a C. Right. That has to be C9 then. So what about Hilda? Are other people saying Hilda? Yeah. Other people put Hilda. No, no way. It's Mitzi. Mitzi? Mitzi. We just, we just, leave Hilda. We're leaving Hilda. Yeah, it's Mitzi. M-I-T-Z. Hilda's such a better name for the cat. I demand they get a second cat called Hilda. Yeah, it's Mitzi. Leave it as Hilda. I like Hilda. Change the lore. But everything I'm else, I think we got everything else that looks like from community answers, it seems like we got everything the same. So, no. Seems like so either everyone's stupid. Or we are mostly correct, besides Mitzi <laughs> and the, the, the spelling of UH Manoa. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. Um, that leads us on to then our final and most important segment of the week. Every week, it's Bren's Player of the Week. And currently, Bren is in the kitchen and hasn't conferred with me as to who his Player of the Week is. So I. Oh, Bren knows who it is. I was going to pick one, but Bren's, Bren's going to pick one himself, can, can, I think. Can I suggest Kurt for that innovative technology right oh, there I mean, on the pad? A round of applause at the very least for Kurt for his innovative technology for filling yeah, out sorry, the Yeah, sorry, I don't puzzle. know what I was doing, but I think I did okay. Yeah, oh, even though was, he writes his hands and his G's backwards, which I'll never forget. Uh, that was really cool. They, Bren's, uh, Bren's player of the week this week uh, is... Who is it? Science. Anatoly Bogoski. What did okay. he do? Anatoly Borgorsky. What did they do? Okay. Born 25th of June, 1942. He's a retired Russian particle physicist. And I found this out the other day. He is known for surviving a radiation incident in 1978 when a high-energy proton beam from a particle accelerator passed through his brain. He survived... It was, he had, it, was, it was horrible. They, didn't think he, they thought he was going to die. They just monitored him in a hospital. Horrible, horrible accident. He survived. Get this, in the aftermath. Hold on, I'm pulling up the article now. He survived, completed his PhD, and continued working as a particle physicist. Virtually no damage to his intellectual capacity. And just went on to, to live his life. Continued his PhD. Where are you learning about this? This is, I mean, it's pretty cool, I think. Not, not what happened to him. That's not cool at all. But it's... It's nice that he survived such a horrific accident, went on, and, you know, he's, he's living his life, you know? Um, uh, what about 70, 79 years of age. Today uh, is the Macho Man Randy Savage's birthday. Well, Jesus Christ. Dude, whoa, what are they doing to the earth? They're mounting it. Dude, sh- dude, this is what the, they don't, the elites don't want you to what see. The hell what the hell is science doing to us? Dude, oh my God. What is going on in this gift, man? Why, why are they so curious just about mounting the earth? Spain. Not safe for work. Damn. Big pharma at it again, huh? Anyway. Well, 
All right, take the mic Wait, off. Now. Okay. Where, that was nice. Yeah, I don't know where Bren is learning where, about where particle is he physics. Is this, chat, are you, is this chat linking you, these I, random scientists? I assume scientists? it's his Twitch chat that are oh, linking him these things. Uh, but at the same time, that person isn't renowned for discovering anything, are they? They just he survived. He just survived. They just survived. I've I mean, survived this long, too. Well, you haven't survived having a particle accelerator shot uh, at your head. And I like the way that Bren said, it's not cool what happened to him. Like the people that go into schools and say... Doing drugs is not cool. And yeah, kids, shooting particle accelerators at your own head, it's not cool. Don't do it. No it's one thinks Josh's, you're big or you're uh, clever. It's not cool. It's your favorite band's lead singer's birthday, Josh. Who's this going to be? It's the lead singer of Nickelback's birthday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. It's his birthday. Uh, yeah. Can you, can you sing me some Nickelback? I don't fucking know a Nickelback song. Uh, I... I I'd, you don't know a single Nickelback song. They're really, really famous. No. I just you know people hate them. You're telling me you don't know that. Look at this photograph. You don't know that song. Oh, that's them? I mean, I think that's... Yes! The, I think that's one of their worst, but it's probably their third most famous, isn't it? Behind it's like one of the most famous. It's the memeiest song Pro of theirs. Yeah, it's the memeiest, but like the, the rock star song and... Um, what was the I'm fucking... I'm gonna be a rock star. Yeah, and then the... What was the, what was yeah. the other one? The... the um, this is how you remind me. This is how you remind me of oh, what God. I really Holy am. shit. I'd rather take a fucking portable, portable gun through the face <laughs> than listen to this bollocks. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for more episode 113. Dude. That I does should it. get fucking breast pair of the week. <laughs> that does it for episode 113. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>